Hello, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of I'll Make a Fan Out of You. I'm your host, Brent Taylor. I'm your host, Kelsey Madison. And I'm Casey Pelius. And today, we are going to be watching The Rescuers Down Under. Really excited for this. Yeah. Casey, have you seen this movie? I have a bunch of times, and I think that the one scruffy-looking... Mouse? Tiger or mouse is the hottest one. I agree. Mm, makes sense. So. Seems on brand for you. Yeah. Now, I have actually never seen The Rescuers Down Under. I haven't either. I know it's about the rescuers. Down Under. I, I, I'm, assuming, down under. I'm assuming it's about the rescuers. Down Under. You're going to get a lot of bad Australian accents in this We're episode. Get, <laughs> get ready, Governor. Couple of roos. <laughs> Couple of roos rousing about. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a little woolly. <laughs> Um, I know the villain in this movie has a lizard pet, and that's about all Isn't I know about Isn't his name the... Percival? I have no idea. That doesn't sound very creative. I just that's watched, to catch up, I, Casey Pelias, just watched the <laughs> first Rescuers movie today, and so having another villain with lizard henchmen just doesn't seem super. Oh, well, yeah. Now, those were... Alligators. Crocodators. One, one reptiles. Yeah. Reptilian Yeah, lizard henchmen are a type of reptile. Lizards that's true. are not synonymous with reptile. Mm. Wow. <laughs> I I'm just really... saying he's more of like a, a Gia monster or a Ooh. iguana or maybe a... bearded a, dragon? A, That's a, a, a One of those. What's, what's Komodo the, dragon? Komodo dragon. I think it's one of those. Does anyone ever say is... Does anyone ever say she's a beaut? I don't know. In this movie? In this movie. They better... She's, she's a, a beaut. She's a beaut. The, she's I'm a beaut. guarantee that the bad guy says it. Steve Irwin. Percival the bad guy with his lizards says that about the mouse girl. She's a I beaut. I gotta see a man about a wallaby. What's that from? <laughs> Name that movie. Mm, the Rescuers Down Under? No. Uh, Babe? No. It's a movie you've seen. A movie I've seen? Say it again. Mad yeah. Max Fury Road. No. <laughs> I have to see a man about a wallaby. Oh, don't Chappy. No, I, th- I, I, I may be butchering the line. It's Finding Nemo. Oh yeah, you're right. The Sherman uh, Forty Two Wallaby Way. Yeah, Sydney. <gasps> Do you think Finding Nemo is gonna make a cameo in this movie? <laughs> Probably. <gasps> Will it be Mar- Martin? Is that the name? Marlin? 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 Merlin? Merlin? Full circle. I think Mar- Marlin and Merlin will both be in this will movie. Will be like That's my baby Marlin would be in this one. Yeah. yeah. And Merlin his father who's a fish. Yeah. Fish Merlin he is is Marlin's dad, aka Nemo's good... grandpa. I think I know there's a bird. <laughs> this is a good start to the episode. I think. I think they do I think they do the same thing they do in the other rescuers movie where With they the, the rescuers plane. ride a bird. It's a bird. But it's I think I don't think it's a cartoony bird. I think it's like a more realistically drawn falcon. A falcon? Like I don't think it talks. Like I think it's just it just looks like a bird. What's the point of a plane that can't talk? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> That's probably why they made well, planes. Planes are just oh, birds yeah. that can't talk. Wait a minute. You're not Casey Peleus. <laughs> Wait, what did you do with Casey? Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! It's Percival, the bad guy from this movie. It's Percival from Rescuers Down Under. I'm the lizard. Ah! Oh, interesting. That's right, fans. Unfortunately, (laughs) Casey's dead. Casey is dead. And she has been promptly replaced (laughs) with Connor. Yeah, hi, it's Connor. It's me. You may remember him from such podcast episodes as... Uh, the, sword the sword of the stone. Of the stone. 
and, and that's it. Nothing and, else. Yeah, you no. probably recognized his voice. You probably did. Yeah, he's actually um, our highest paying Patreon member, so he got to kill off a um, host and take their place. That's, that's right. the twenty dollar uh, Patreon. <laughs> There's only you can only they can only fund three. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm one of uh, them. Uh, two. <laughs> There's two. two left. Two left. You know, only one left. Oh, to kill Brant. Hey, who's in charge of the Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the payer gets to, the patron gets to choose. So. Wait, hold on. It's our next fan poll Friday. I'm looking, <laughs> at, the, I'm looking at the Patreon RSS feed and it looks like the most recent donation came from <gasps> inside the house. <gasps> no! I can't be! I choose to kill Brant. No, I choose to go Kelsey. Ah, dang it. Too late. It was too late. <laughs> Rats. Well, now that we're all Rats. dead and none of us know anything about <laughs> the rescuers down under. I think I kind of watched it on a bus on a church camp trip one time. Whoa. Okay. As a kid. Just over and over again? I, no, I just vaguely remember parts of it. Well, that makes you the honorary rescuers down under expert. expert. Down under. Down under. Down under. I'm an expert. Expert. <laughs> I'm an expat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sweet. We ready to watch this movie? Wait, can we like make a prediction of what happens in it? Sure. Mm-hmm. I have literally no idea. Okay. Oh, actually, yeah, this will be fun. Okay, okay so yeah. uh, Bernard and um, <laughs> Bernard. Bianca yeah. are like... Miss, Miss Bianca. Miss Bianca. <laughs> that broad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so Bernard and that Bianca... Bianca. Uh, they're married at this point. Yeah. And they've got seven kids. Oh. They're living in Queensland. Okay. In the neighborhood down south. Onda. Of, uh, my down favorite, under. My favorite fish and chips place. Oh, what's the name? Uh, Little Roo's Fish and Chips. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Actually run good. by a roo. Yeah, an a actual kangaroo. kangaroo. Yeah. So it's okay. right next to a, a human oh. institution. So. It's only okay, but what's the plot of the, the movie? Whole plot it's just is a that day they in the get life. a little another message in a bottle. Oh, and there's uh, another small child that's in trouble, I and they need sure to go one. in a fly and save another kid. I think yeah. it's going to be almost exactly the same plot. It's as probably going to be the exact same. I think, but you're right. it's going to be there's going to be a, a kangaroo in it. Yeah, there's going to be a kangaroo. You know what? Hot take. I'm going to say no kangaroos. Okay. What, uh, no what, Austra- I think there's going to be a big What old, Australian uh, animals do we think are going to be in? Like, uh, characteristically wallaby. Australian. A wallaby, I think that's a really good. Literally, the only two that I know for a fact are whatever type of lizard, which I think I think it is a Komodo dragon, but whatever mm-hmm. type of lizard that one guy, the villain has, and then the bird that they have in the poster in the trailers. Mm. Is it a cassowary? I don't know. No. Yes. Is there, do you think no, those are big, right? It's yeah, like a big. it's like a falcon. Oh. Or a hawk of some sort, I think. Do you think that they have um uh, a mongoose? Uh koalas. Oh. They've oh, gotta have a koala. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll koala. probably be, you know you're right, they'll probably be a kangaroo. Wombat a wallaby koala. What about a dingo? Dingo. Maybe the dingo eats the baby. You know, I think they're. I think a dingo is. I think they're gonna <laughs> that have to. That dingo kidnapped the little kid. I think they're gonna. And chase, that's why they have to save him. Yes. I think they're gonna get chased by a pack of dingoes at some point. I think there's gonna be one big spider that scares the mice, like yeah. a big old tarantula. No, that's. What's the really um, super Chamber of Secrets one? is what you're thinking. Oh, yeah. I have seen that one. Aragog's thick Australian <laughs> accent did always throw me that, off. Yeah, yeah, it made me think I was watching yeah. the rescuers down under. Oi. <laughs> what are you doing here? In the Forbidden Forest, love. It's kind of went a bit, um... Oi. Manchester. Yeah, I don't know. They're all Hard. the same. Whoa, hot take. 
I think um, the mm. kid's gonna be a boy and the villain's gonna be a boy in this movie because they're both girls in the last movie. The villain is definitely a boy. I'm not sure about the kid. Uh, do you think for a kid, the, since this is like, is this officially the Disney Renaissance? Yeah, yeah. we're okay. in. Yeah. So since it's the Disney Renaissance, voice actor-wise, do you think they get an actual really bad voice actor child to Ooh. play a child or is it going to be an adult with actual professional voice acting training? Yeah. That second one. You know, I'm... <laughs> like I'm, all the Nickelodeon kids. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. I'll be shocked if this movie has any notable names. Just because there wasn't really any in the first rescue. What? Like, I know we're in this, But, I mean, it's, at this point, yeah. it's like, what, a fifth, <laughs> 10, 15 year difference? Between right. Yeah, this movie's point? from 1990. Right. Yeah, so and the last one people. is like 74. But I, I feel like if... Like that. Yeah. I feel like this movie is so... Like under advertised, down under reps. And it's so down, down under down. advertised. <laughs> uh, I feel like I feel like they probably didn't put that much money into yeah. it, right? Is this our like, first sequel? Yeah. Oh my god! Unless, <laughs> I guess, or no, or oh no. no. Uh, I think the. Uh, I mean, unless you count like. For all of our Australian listeners. Oh yeah, but that's not really a sequel. Yeah, it just has the same characters. Yeah, yeah. I would say this is. Probably the first sequel we've talked about. Whoa. Right? Yeah. Is that an Australian whoa? Um, whoa. Lightly. <laughs> uh, all right. We Are we it? ready to watch the movie? Oh, yeah. Oh! <gasps> oh, I heard it. There it was. That means it's time. Let's go. Let's watch the movie. Here we go. Here we go. Off to Neverland. And we are back. We have just watched The Rescuers Down Under. Down Under. Down Under. Down Under. <laughs> down under. What did we think? <laughs> it's the worst every time I say it. It was fun! That's what I say fun. about all the movies. Yeah. <laughs> the last Disney movie that I saw, aside from watching the first Rescuers movie earlier today, was um, Sword, in the Stone. Sword in the Stone with y'all mm. a while ago. So this is a market improvement from like a technical and cinematography. Oh yeah, yeah. that's something so we, crispy. That's something we didn't consider. Is that you're gonna have kind of a biased opinion of whatever movie we watch? Because I, the only a fresh thing you, opinion, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> I have fresh. not been watching the kind of narrative right. arc of the of the progress right. of the Disney movies. Really, yeah. we should have made you watch every Disney movie before we had you on the podcast. I should have spent the first 20 hours <laughs> watching <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, your whole weekend spent <laughs> watching Disney movies. Make mine music, obviously. Mm, of course, you got The it. best. Uh, I think... <laughs> I don't know. Do I don't think? know how I feel about it. I think I'm still a little undecided. Mm. On if I yeah. liked it or not. Well, you got a whole two hours to decide. Perfect. That's right. <laughs> hey, maybe we have a whole hour and a half. Whoa. Maybe we have who a can whole say? four and a half hours? I took a yeah. lot of notes on this. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I went to that Disney villain uh, game night the other day, and everybody was like, oh, I don't remember this thing about this villain or this movie, like talking about Little Mermaid and talking about like Sleeping Beauty, and I was like, oh... I remember everything about all of these we villains. We literally have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we played the villainous game, and there's like little snippets that you have to like s- different things that each villain has to do. And... You should have been like, "Where's Percival? <laughs> I want to play as Percival." I know. 
But they were just like, I don't remember that part. And I was like, I just watched Little Mermaid yesterday. <laughs> or they like give you a, like one of those kind of close-up images and you have to figure out what part of oh. the image it is. But oh, it's yeah. like, what type of green smoke is it? And you can define, you can like, figure oh, out. The scar. Yeah. Oh, that's Scar's green smoke, obviously. Oh my god. There wasn't any neon green in this movie. Yeah, not really. No villain green. Interesting. There's some purple from the, Leech. Um, the like skirt lizard or whatever yeah. had uh, green eyes. Green. But that was just a color matching thing. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind yeah. of neon. I think, um, speaking of Scar, I've watched a video with Mark Hamill recently because mm-hmm. he was promoting the new uh, Child's Play movie. Uh, the new Chucky movie. Oh. Yeah, uh, I'm just trying to figure out how that connects to Scar. Mark Hamill's uh, Chucky. And Who's Scar? <laughs> Scar is Chucky. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with it. Chucky has a scar, is where I was going with this. Oh, no, good uh, segue. Uh, <laughs> Mark Hamill mentioned that he was nominated for, I think, I guess it would have been an, an Academy Award for, I think it was the Joker, but I don't know why he would have been. I, he was nominated for some voice acting award. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were like, he was like, awesome, who am I up against? And they're like, well, uh, Jeremy Renner, or no, not with uh, Jeremy Irons for Scar, and he was like, "Oh no, I lost." He's like, <laughs> no, he's, or I, shoot, I don't remember who voices Scar, but whoever voices Scar, he he said was one of the greatest voice acting uh, performances of all time. Whoa, Ted um, Danson, I think. I don't think it was Ted Danson. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel. Let's just Andy keep Serkis. Famous people. Andy Serkis. I think it was Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis is in this movie. Um, it was Jeremy Irons. I was dang it. And Jeremy Renner. Hey. Um, Hawkeye. Oh. <laughs> speaking of Hawks. Speaking of Hawks. Speaking of Hawks movie. and Scar from The Lion King, uh-huh. let's talk about the beginning of this movie and the opening sequence. Yeah. Well, first, does anyone else great. have any, like, just overall thoughts before oh, we yeah. deep dive? I, uh, I thought it was, um, surprisingly, good. no music. I mean, there was there was music, there was, but there was okay, no right, songs. Right. No, there no. was one diegetic song coming from the radio, right. and then there was one a song, song, a brief song Percival. sung by the bad guy, McLeach. Percival C. McLeach. Oh, that, is that it? But that was more of a. He said it once. And <laughs> that's right. I'm moving the levers. I'm gonna kill this boy. You oh, know, yeah, it was just like, a little like a this little episode. Ditty. We're gonna try kind of a non-linear path through the movie. Sure, yeah. <laughs> a well-known movie that everyone knows. You can. You know, <laughs> it's not as important for us to lay out the plot. Yeah. Um. I thought that this movie was a, like it just felt like a lot of other Disney movies. It. To me, it was really nice to see, like, such a big shift between the... When was the first Rescuers? 77? Seven? Yeah. Right? 13 years later, like, and at this point, it is firmly kind of at the this kind of new dawn of the Disney renaissance. So just, like, Mm -hmm. seeing technically all the differences that are happening and, like, all the different, like, cinematic tricks that they're using with the animation and the amount of money and time that they put in towards character like modeling and stuff like that it was really yeah. cool and exciting yeah i think we're in the 90s now yeah and you can kind of see them like almost it feels like they're kind of like testing out some of the tricks that are going to be pretty signature for other movies like um i was thinking of like atlantis's like all the all the machines and all the vehicles in it are yeah. computer animation. It's oh, like yeah. a very industrial. Yeah, thing. this kind of like so all these gears and like big yeah Mad Maxy things. Yeah. Like 
that was a big part of the vehicle here. And then mm-hmm. also, like, the establishing shots of the Australian outback. Yeah, that very, huge zoom. Yeah, zoom, and, zoom, like, zoom, following zoom. the bird, kind of, like, flying through. Like, it's very reminiscent of, like, Lion King and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. felt nice. Yeah. yeah, Lion King and Atlantis, for sure. And then also... Um, just a lot of the outdoor Disney movies. Yeah. Like you were saying Pocahontas. Very, like, yeah, land, the, like, landscape-focused ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially those, like, early, like, beginning of movie establishing shot ones. Mm-hmm. Like, they were really getting their chops, I think. Yeah, like. the establishing... The very first thing we see is, like, these little bugs walking through the yeah. grass. And it was, like, that... Isn't that exactly how a Lion King starts? Sorry, it was uh, the best achievement in voice acting. The Annie Awards. There you go. It was mm. the Annie Awards. That was what... Uh, Jeremy Irons won for his portrayal of Scar. Anyways. And, uh, that's um, literally what I was looking up. This that's funny. And Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. Because little boy I, looks like Lilo. That nose, I don't dude. see it. I don't I, see I it. I think that... I think well, you need to look up a picture of Lilo. Look. Look at that. Yeah, that's and a much his, bigger like, nose. Hand and his, like, hand and foot And her eyes are different. Well, because well, yeah. she's not... A white She's boy. She's Pacific Islander, right? Yeah, so that's what like, looks different. But, but I think, like, the nose and the proportions, the proportions of the body, right? Yeah. Like, the kind of, like, thicker hands and To feet. me, that's just kind of a Disney kid, though. But Arthur looked... He was, like, a tall string bean. Well, I mean, like, the modernish Disney kids. Because, well, I mean, yeah, like, they, well, they change Well, I mean, think about, decades, like, um... But think about Atlantis like or uh, Emperor's New Groove. Like, yeah, all the kids are a little skinny... Little skinny kids. Not the little kid in a, uh, Emperor's New Groove. Oh, the wait. boy... He looks just like these kids. I guess that's true. The girl looks different, but the boy looks just like the boy in this. Well, he was... I mean, I think that this kid is, like, one of the first kind of kids of this body type, though. Yeah, I mean, there's no I kids. It's, it's, almost chi- it's almost, like, kind of chibi. Like, there's it's no, not... Yeah, well, there's like no children the... in Little Mermaid, right? Yeah, I guess that's there's no... Point. There's mostly just fish. Yeah, mm-hmm. even even the young ones are, are fish. Even the young ones are fish. Even the young ones are fish. Did y'all what? know? I think fish are just children mermaids. I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast. <laughs> it'll be no better human half until later, until puberty. Yeah, puberty. Oh um, my god. Two, it starts out really small, too. <laughs> two really funny things. One, speaking of half animal things oh, no. of, of our discussion last week, uh, I, I saw a, a webcomic where it was like, you know how um, uh, baby uh, horses are able to, like, run around the second they're born, but, like, human babies aren't even able to, like, keep their heads up. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to be coddled for oh, so no. long. It was just, like, a drawing of a baby centaur, and it was, like, the bottom half was just running, and the upper half was just, like, <laughs> dangling. So just, funny, like, flopping around. Um, the other thing, I may have mentioned this on the podcast, but I can't remember. Um, if not, this is for you, Connor. Oh. Uh, even though if you would have heard it on the podcast. Oh, it, I will well, I'll let you said. know if you said it before on the podcast. Uh, so at Galaxy's Edge, um, someone, so the cast members obviously are always in character, right? And everything that happens at Galaxy's Edge is like in universe. Yes. And, uh, I was reading this tweet from someone and they were talking about how one of the cast members had said the word children, like in a conversation. And then she was like, don't you mean the younglings? Oh. And, uh... Apparently, like, they aren't supposed to call the children younglings because the one of the only times that the word younglings is said in the Star Wars franchise is, is when they're all 
be brutally murdered. Yeah, yeah, <gasps> by Anakin Whoa, Skywalker. Like, we don't talk about and they're the like youngling. Like incident. we don't refer to them as younglings because <gasps> because all that does is brings to mind. Oh my god, the the younglings they were killed by Anakin or whatever. Yeah, he slaughtered the younglings. Oh my god. Uh, well, because also I think children was used when Anakin was talking about when he killed all the Tusken Raiders too. Yeah, the men and not just the men, but the women and children. Yeah, too. so there yeah. were children also. Yeah, they definitely use the phrase children, yeah. but younglings is like I guess a more Jedi yeah. term. I like the idea that the like, word children doesn't exist. Oh my god, that's so weird. Um, yeah, that was just a fun, interesting little fact. Let's talk about this movie. Let's talk about this movie. Um, so. Ooh. We open with some uh, beautiful <laughs> landscapes, as y'all were saying. Yeah, the zoom of... past the tulip fields. Yeah, we see Crickets at the very beginning leaf. just yeah, uh-huh. some cute bugs. Real and then cute. They remind me of that Mulan <laughs> cricket. I love the way it just, like, camera just takes off forward. Yeah, it was intense. It yeah. was awesome. And it's, it's just rushing past all the Very Emperor's New Groove. Like, yeah. Emperor's New Groove takes it into it, like, almost like a comedic cinematic yeah like physical comedy of the camera just like like the the zoom ins and the cuts but this takes is like not quite there yet or the last time the zoomies (laughs) we did not order a giant trampoline um I love I love that movie I'm a cow uh can I go home you are excused Anyone else? No, um, we're good. So the rescuers okay. stand under. Uh, they go past all these tulips, and then we have the rescuers. Oh yeah, it's like it's, down huge it's sitting on the landscape. Yeah. Almost. yeah, yeah. And what I want to know is, are these big, like huge, like Stonehenge extruded times a hundred? Are these like an Australian? Landmark? Like, is this the thing we Maybe. should know? I think those are the big, like uh, mesas in the rocks. outback. Oh. Almost like the, the big rocks. well, it's like the bright red oh, the Australia stone big yeah. kind of like things. Okay, right, but like, is it a specific? My dad works at Australia, so he told me that those <laughs> are real. Oh, sweet! We got yeah. a confirmed source. Wow! My uncle works at Australia. <laughs> your dad and your uncle? Yeah, they both do. Oh, whoa! How do you think he got Brothers the job? Brothers down and dead. My name is Connor Australia. <laughs> oh my god! That's why we hired Connor to do this episode. <laughs> I'm the fact checker for Australia. He's the the Australian um, expert. Yeah. Which we discussed already. Nice. Yeah. So we see this boy sneaking out of his house. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, One house in the middle of the outback. mm -hmm. It's how everyone in Australia is. Uh, It's an Australian thing. Real quick. have so much land? Do either of y'all remember his name? Cody. Oh, I, I did not know his name for the whole movie. But it's probably spelled like... K O T I or something. No, it's C O D Y. It's C O D Y. Oh yeah, because he's like a little American boy. He's, just a he's not Australian. Australian. Yes, I he don't is. know. He's not. He doesn't have Australian accent. He and does. Australian is like in canon. Like in this, there are Australians and not Australians because there are some people with Australian accents and some people without. He's just like a dude. I don't know. He's just an Aust- uh, a normal person. He might- Australia file kind of thing. <laughs> Are you, loves Australia. Are, you, are you suggesting that he like moved all the way out into the into the outback? I'm saying that that's the confusing thing that they've set up is where they have Australian voice actors and actors playing mm. some characters, and then just Americans playing other ones because the main bad guy is also Southern. No, U.S. But, but he's I think supposed, all supposed to be Australian. Australian. Yeah, he's but, definitely supposed but, like, to be it's, Australian. It's like it's confusing then when sure. you have some characters that are Australian, right? But I it would have been too expensive to hire all Australian <laughs> people and fly them to the Disney Studios. That's a good point. All the way from Australia. We might as well it's, just use our It was 1990. Sons. It was much more expensive to import Australians right, at the time. Right, right. So. 
There were tariffs. Yeah, this was before the trade agreement between (laughs) U.S. and Australia. Oh my god. Or ALSAX, as it was called at the time. So, so Cody sneaks out and he comes across some animals. Also, some little embarrassing fact. uh, That was Brant. What? Brant played the little boy. I was the it little was boy. Brand. I was embarrassing the little boy. Yeah. <laughs> it was embarrassing. His Australian accent wasn't that good back then. Uh, now tr- it's much I was better. trying to be an Australian. I didn't need Connor to put me on blast. No, his nose looks totally normal. <laughs> it's a normal <laughs> nose. Everyone has that nose. <laughs> it's not a distinct nose. It's just normal. It's just a nose. And, and his friends don't make fun of him at school. <laughs> and he's definitely Australian and he's good at accents. He's a cool guy. <laughs> he's good at accents. Um, they... <laughs> No, uh, so embarrassing thing is, at the beginning of the movie, he comes across this kangaroo, and he's just like, hello, and then she's like, oh, we have to go find so-and-so, or the the great golden eagle is is captured. She's in trouble. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, what? This kid can talk to animals? I completely forgot that anyone could talk to animals in The Rescuers uh, 1. Which was, I will say that it was confusing in the first Rescuers movie, because there were times in which... The animals were directly addressing the humans, but almost in apostrophe. Right. Like, there was, um, Orville was talking to, like, I don't know, Orville, like, crashed into something. He was, like, yelling at, um, what's her name? Miss Bianca? Medusa. Oh. Oh, Um, the first one. Yeah, yeah, Madame Medusa. He was, like, yelling. He, like, kind of did, like, a little offhand comment, but it was very loud and in English. Yeah. And it ostensibly it'd give away his position, but like it was almost like apostrophe as if like mm-hmm. she of course she wouldn't actually hear me. Yeah. But then yeah. like other animals will just deliberately talk to humans. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And also like it's only the child in each of these movies. Yeah. So yeah. It's because your childlike sense of wonder and young mind allows well, yeah, you to I talk mean, to well, animals. Well, because also like they're like Joanna. They're like actively talking when they're later on in the movie. There, uh, spoiler, there's a bunch of animals that are captured, but they're, like, talking. Yeah. To To each other, but, like, kid, very loudly. Yeah, and talking to the kid, but, yeah, like... Yeah, would it sound like to Percival, like, <laughs> like, just animal sounds? You're right. <laughs> you, you're right, rescuers. We gotta get out of here. He's like, who is very that? very Dr. Doolittle. Yeah, mm. I, I am very curious because it's a kid pets. thing, right? Because Secret it is... life of pets. It is two. <laughs> It is suspicious that both of the villains in this movie and the last movie um, have animal sidekicks that they do not talk to. Yeah, they treat them like like a A dog. Yeah, yeah. He's like trying to get away from that. And I don't like we don't see the crocodiles or Joanna ever talking. Yeah, they they use body language and like grunt a bunch, but they never actually speak. Yeah. Yeah, it's really curious to ask. It's, I I don't know if the hum- if only kids can talk to the animals or do kids only try to talk to animals? But anyone can. It's well, it's something oh. to keep in mind as we kind of move on through the sure. narrative of the movie. Yeah. I, think. I could um, ship Madame Medusa and Percival McLeach. Mm. I think that would be a power that will couple. be a definitely interesting conversation to have. When we get there. When we get there. <laughs> Not in a passive-aggressive way. Oh, yeah, like, no, no. Of course. I think it'll be uh, alongside best villain kind of conversations, I think. Because mm-hmm. y'all have started pairing up. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, you'll yeah. ship some of the... Mm-hmm. No, I think we've already paired Medusa up with someone, though. 
did we pair her up with? Madame Mim, Captain obviously. Hook? Oh. I think it was Captain Hook. No, Captain Hook know. is Ursula. It's too hard to keep track of these <gasps> things. Medusa and Madame Mim are pretty much perfect for each other. They're pretty much the same exact character. Oh, you know what else is funny? That Something else I just realized recently. Cruella de Vil and Percival would actually be really Madame Medusa oh, is yeah. the... They're both poachers. They're Ma- both poachers. They both literally want to skin animals. Yeah, so. that's true. That'd be an intense relationship yeah um, she needs the finer things in life though i don't think she'd be happy living in a literal cave yeah anyways you were My saying friend. well we already paired cruella Deville with someone with this is why we don't write Captain Hook is also the only like one of the only dudes <laughs> ah Hades, there's a bunch percival radigan well, chernobyl radigan chernobyl. is <laughs> chernobog chernobog is yeah chernobog chernobog and ursula the the headless horseman Mm. The Horned King? Horned King and Maleficent. Who's the bad guy in um, the Toad one? Mr. Toad? Mr. It's, Toad. Uh, no, it's, uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> Radigan. It's Ichabod. It's the, it's... it's uh, Ichabod's kind of a villain. It's yeah. the bartender. What's oh, his name? Uh, Mr. Oh. Smiles. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Mustache. Is he a rat also? No, no he's, he's a just a human with a great mustache there was some weasels in that movie yeah that's right the weasels but are always bad. anyways anyways Not so what i was saying um something i realized like super recently that i'm surprised i didn't realize earlier is that madame medusa a is the villain of the rescuers but is also a huge character in the marvel comic books what like her name is literally madame medusa is it the same one no the she short so she hair? has she has red hair but it's her power is that she can like control her hair so Whoa. she like will like <gasps> grab people with like her hair and and you know be able to grab stuff and swing around. Oh, like and, Medusa. Yeah, is like her Medusa does in the myth where she grabs stuff and swings around with her hair. <laughs> yeah, with her snakes. <laughs> Snake hair. Cobra hair. Just thought it was interesting. Um, yeah. So animals we see in the first a lot oh, sequence: echidna. Yes. Kookaburra. Yep. <laughs> uh, wombat. Yes. Kangaroo. Kangaroo. Um, we also see a big eagle, big eagle, but basically before the, uh, we, before we started watching the movie, we did talk a little bit about what, what animals, what Australia, what significant Australian animals we thought we would see. There was no, all of them. It was all of them. Pretty much all of them. It was all of them except for a big spider, spider. Aragog and, um, a cassowary. Pretty much cassowary, I think, is probably the only, like, stereotypical... It's, uh, like an emu or an ostrich. Uh, also, no dingo. No dingo, yeah. no cassowary. Someone says bingo, and I was like, why didn't he say dingo? He should have said dingo, because it would have made <laughs> dingo. sense. <laughs> I thought, dingo. Dingo. Um, You've I, it. I thought there was a dingo <laughs> in the... In one of the cages, but I might be mistaken. Mm. There was a There's lot a of animals in those cages. Yeah, there was so a platypus, there was a koala, there was a kangaroo. Some snakes. Some snakes. Some other little furry critters. Well, Isn't a big spider an Australian thing, or am I making that up? Well, I mean, they have big spiders, they, but like, like, so think, do other is, parts of the world. Well, uh, well, I think like nine of the ten deadliest snakes or mm. spiders or something are in Australia. Yeah, that's no, possums. Mm. no possums. No possums. The American marsupial is the opossum, but there were no... Australian possums Whoa. in this. So that was kind of weird. <laughs> but there weren't any animals that felt out of place. So yeah, cool. all, I mean, they were all like... <laughs> you kind of post. To, they were postcard Australian animals. You kind of had to yeah. dig deep to find a Australian... To think of an Australian animal that wasn't in this movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this little... The, the kangaroo tells Cody 
that this big eagle is trapped oh, and yeah. needs to go rescue Cody, it. you gotta which, go. Who trapped this eagle and then left it there? That is a great question. Because it looks like it was, like, nailed down. Yeah. Well, it was it was the forthcoming, to soon-to-be-introduced villain, Cleach. Sure? No, it wasn't, because he was like, where'd you find this bird? Where'd you get this feather from? I've I guess been that's looking true. Yeah, it's just some other poacher. And it he was killed the dad. Madame Medusa. Well, yeah, he killed the dad, though. Yeah, but he how could he have trapped... He, if he trapped the bird, he would have known where she was. Well, maybe it was a trap, but he didn't mm. trap. I mean, it didn't look like a trap. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, but she's like nailed down with ropes on top of this. High profile target. Super, super high cliff. Yeah. Sheer cliff face. Cody just. Oh, yeah. He boulders about a 250 foot cliff face. Yeah. It's insane. He free climbs this whole thing. Yeah. Fully Mission Impossible 2 style goes right up it. And what's funny is, like, it's not even like Cody is, like, at the ground, looks up, and then we, like, cut to him climbing up. It's no. like we see him almost at the top, and then he climb o- yeah. climbing over the top. How long do you think it took him to climb this whole thing? It, Fast, man. It's like the same afternoon. It was yeah. really jarring whenever it's like, oh, the bird's all the way up there. Oh, and Cody is almost <laughs> up like, to the top. What? Oh, this boy's, like, the way that I think the way that it's, like... Old. The way that it's framed is like, um, it's like he does it a lot. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, which is even wilder. Well, he like, lives this, in the outback. I guess, but what I guess he's supposed he, to do. And he's like, Mom, just go I'll be bouldering back. Mountain like, I, I have faces. sandwiches. I'll be fine. I'll be home by sunset. Yeah. Like, he just goes and explores. Well, he does. He sneaks out, remember? Well, no. She just wanted to make sure he had food. Yeah, she wanted to make sure he had food. No, remember he, like, peeked around the corner while she was making, uh... Well, no, but then she he, asked cooking him... in the kitchen, and then he, like, ran out. Well, yeah, but he's, like, leaving the house, I think, and, and she's like, do you, like, I'm making food, and he's like, I already have some food, so I'm fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why do you sneak out go then? early. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. He was, like, sneaking past the kitchen. Yeah. He doesn't well, want his mom to worry was, about him. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that also, I think, like, is worthy of talking about. It's just, like, it's very not certain what this kid's it almost implies that this kid's kind of job is because i we started the movie i thought he was going to be a rescuer mm-hmm. like oh. I, he, I thought that like the first he was, human rescuer yeah but like oh, a human it. rescuer helping animals like i thought he was in league with the rest he of the kind rescuers of is by the end of the movie yeah but he was like um kind of this vigilante kind of anti-poacher ah. activist yeah. which yeah. is pretty wild and like he had a whole system set up of like the kangaroo would go and blow on the tree trunk as a horn sounds like a didgeridoo yeah yeah that sounds like a didgeridoo and so like he had a whole system and information network in place and figuring out this is good that's exactly what the kangaroo's message was that's actually what the kangaroo said when he got there actually what does the the kangaroo kangaroo say The kangaroo stopped making that sound from the trunk and then lifted her mouth off the trunk and just kept making that noise, <laughs> which I thought was pretty weird. So he rescues this eagle, cuts it free from the ropes. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the eagle's freaking out when it sees the knife. Oh, my God. Yes. And, uh, and kind of knocks Cody off the edge of the cliff. Yeah, this eagle is huge. It's like gigantic. Ten times This the is like a mythical creature. Fifteen to like... 17 foot wingspan. Oh, yeah. I looked up to see if Marahute was like an Australian myth, and it, I think it's just from this movie. That's so weird. Is it the name of it? Is Marahute. Uh, but it means, it means like death mask or something. What? what? It's M A R A H U T E with an a, with a, uh, accent mark. It means death hood in Sanskrit. What? Sanskrit? 
That's so bizarre. Mm. Why is it in Sanskrit? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, he, <laughs> right before he hits the ground, Marahute, is that how you said it? Marahute. Marahute swings down, grabs Cody, and they have this great montage of them flying. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was flying great. Flying is so beautiful. They go up through the clouds, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, so serene yeah. up in the clouds. Is that when, um, they do, like, the, like, it's not, like, parallax, but it's, like, multiple layers of scenery and mm-hmm. they're literally like moving through the slides mm-hmm. yeah. it's really beautiful yeah so fun yeah. fact and that's the thing they've been doing forever right like that's like sure. a, oh yeah. yeah but this disney movie is the first all digitally done movie oh See? so that's, that's what prob- i thought so yeah, that's like that's why that's why they're really cranking it out on the blurring yeah, That's because so they were able to. Yeah, I, I had a I had blurry. a hunch that this movie <laughs> was really digital, just from yeah. the look of it, it and with how much CGI there was. That like some of like the scenes and um, some of the long shots are still like hand done. Mm. Were but... they digitally edited or digitally like drawn out and colored and stuff like that? Because it does almost look like digital coloring. Too. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Especially that's, like, Cody. I think that's why like the flats are so. Flat. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. I lost the fact. Uh, there's a great moment where the eagle has Cody in in her claws, like in her talons, one arm in each talon, and he's like skating on the oh, water. Oh, yeah. There's an showing iconic off shot. There. And then, like, literally, like, lets go of Cody, and he's still like skidding forward on the water, and then, like, goes over a waterfall, yeah. like, Full arms outstretched. Like a bunch of birds flying behind this him. This is the like exact exact shot from Pocahontas where she jumps over the waterfall, and Man. it's the the coloring. Sorry, I just found the fact: the digital coloring effects and final film printing was all done digitally. Okay, gotcha. Mm. Um, I, I got a star in my mouth. I was messing with <laughs> Kelsey. I don't know if you remember. Kelsey has a lot of little stars on her table, yeah. among other things. Just confetti. Uh, so... And the water is like the Tarzan skating on the vines. On oh, the right. Yeah. yeah. So, I keep wanting to call him Percival. Cody is brought to Marahute's uh, nest, mm-hmm. where she has three eggs. Um, Cody asks where the father is. Oh, yeah. She, like, just kind of looks down, down mm-hmm. and he's and he says that he also lost his father. Too. Um, and... What I love Marahute because it's like the only animal that acts like an animal. Like all the other ones are like yeah. either anthropomorphic or they literally you know, talk English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, or they're just like a cartoony like Joanna. It's like a cartoony animal. Yeah. Oh yeah. This this big bird like it just like like I can't like I can't accurately do it because it's not yeah, yeah it's not making a sound but like the way it I its eyes are drawn and the way it just like darts its head around yeah. and like. Yeah. like it looks like a bird. It's, it's kind of scary. It's, it's very clear that that is the animal that they sent animators to the San Diego to study. Zoo to yeah, study. Right? Yeah, like, the credits thanked the San Diego Zoo. Yeah, I and and if there's one thing Disney's good at, it's like drawing animal behavior oh, super yeah. well. Because like all I remember is that like most the of the only thing Disney's good. At. <laughs> the one thing that they can do. <laughs> That's it. Uh, but hey, it gets you far when most of your movies are about animals. It gets too <laughs> far. Uh, I've seen a bunch of. <laughs> I've seen a bunch of clips of Bambi and Lion King, like, behind-the-scenes footage, where they'll just, like, have, like, recorded footage of, like, a lion drinking water, and then them just, like, painstakingly, like, recreating it, um, and, and stuff like that, which is, which is pretty neat, especially with the deers and Bambi, I feel like they really nailed deer movement. How come she doesn't speak English, or 
any language that's not bird sounds. I don't know. That's kind of the weirdness. Maybe you can only speak in... You can only communicate with stuff that is lower in the food chain with you. Oh. Or, wait, is it only mammals that can speak English? Because the lizards aren't speaking. The birds aren't speaking. No, because Wilbur... Oh, Wilbur Wilbur forgot about Wilbur. Wilbur speaks. And also, the 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 little lizard is speaking. He does speak. With the key, the stupid oh, skirt. Not Joanna, like, but yeah, the, the Wayne, oh, the Wayne Knight Frank. lizard. Yeah, Frank the lizard. Um, the I'm trying to think if uh, the boar doesn't talk, does it? The one that no. yeah, but he exhibits he's like, he's like, body mm-hmm. language. Yeah, but that's like the crocodiles. Yeah, in, yeah. Hmm. there's crocodiles in this movie. They don't talk. No. Um, yeah, they're very animal-like. Koalas and kangaroos talk. They sure do. Mice, platypus, talk. mice, rats. Hmm. That's curious. curious. Curious, something to think about. I think it's like. Wait, is it just mammals? No, no, because reptiles and birds talk. Oh, you're right. <laughs> and <laughs> bugs. Well, <that> <laughs> well, and like the bugs don't speak. Well, the bugs do speak. Yeah, which yeah, bugs? The crickets, the French crickets in the, the restaurant. Oh, in the, the restaurant. Yeah. This oh, is also very okay. soon into the opening of this movie is the restaurant, and we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Let's so. Um, he rescues this eagle, uh, the eagle, uh, or sorry, uh, Cody picks up one of its feathers that's in the nest, it's this mm. beautiful golden feather, and he gives it back to the eagle, and the eagle actually lets him keep the feather. Mm-hmm. Cody's a good kid. Yeah. I like Cody. Yeah. He's got a good heart. Puts the feather in his backpack, um, mm-hmm. and he is heading home, and he comes across this... A mouse that is stuck in a trap. With yeah, with a bell tied to its mm-hmm. tail. And he's like, Oh no, I'll help you, little mouse. Yeah, he goes to help the mouse, but the mouse is like, No, 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 don't And whenever <laughs> okay. he, he frees the mouse and it triggers a trap a uh, trap fall that he like falls through mm-hmm. and he's like stuck in this big hole. And uh an alarm goes off yeah. in this huge like Mad Max car. Mad Max car with a big cage on it, mm-hmm. a big poacher car mm-hmm. rolls up. And we are introduced to our villain, Percival C. McLeach. C. McLeach and his trusty sidekick, Joanna the Goanna. Mm, Joanna. Joanna. Did you, have you guys seen Love Actually? No. Oh, well, um, We're boys. Liam, there's boys in that movie. Liam Neeson <laughs> um, is in that movie and um, he says Joanna and it's like the same Joanna, it makes Joanna, me, it, Joanna every time they said Joanna you, in this movie I'll kill you I thought of Joanna, that I don't know who Joanna. you are bring me my daughter Joanna. and that'll be the end of it he's Australian right? no he's uh, Irish Irish, Irish. <laughs> oh yike he's from um... alright we killed Brant now it's just me <laughs> me and Connor and Joanna Joanna it's me Joanna <laughs> I'm a lizard plagued by uh, I already forgot who we said it Liam was Liam Neeson, Liam Neeson. Uh, also the little mouse when Cody falls into the trap he's like help and the mouse goes okie dokie and then just runs away oh, oh no 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 he's it was, like are you okay he's like are you okay and he's like yeah I think I'm fine oh, yeah. okie dokie and he runs off and he's like wait no and it's Bye. that really nice like fake out that mm-hmm. like you think someone's running away but it, they're actually just gonna go get like a little vine or something like yeah, that. He, oh, he yeah, gets, he gets he like a get rope. A he's pulling him up, but then uh, Percival rolls up in his car, runs over the vine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sees that it's a kid. Oh, yeah, he's like, what's it going to be? Is it going to be a 
a yeah. big old wallaby, a kangaroo. Uh, yeah. He's not, uh, he doesn't have an Australian accent. Sorry, that was I, a bad impression I, of him. <laughs> I think it's kind of Australian. I think you know what I think? Like I think it's not at all Australian. You know what I think? I think Australia is an entire continent and has a lot of different dialects, mm. and you can't narrow it down to one accent for an entire continent. I will say that there is no Australian dialect that just sounds like someone from, like, Alabama. Um, I mean, in your regardless, de- he's in, a poacher. In your defense, he's not Australian. The actor, sorry, <laughs> the, the accent actor. is also not Australian. Uh, in your defense, I think this character is supposed to be Australian, though. Well, yeah, but it's just kind of weird then because it's like I sure. do just everyone with whatever accents you have. Yeah, who was it? There was one character that like it wasn't an Australian actor, but they were trying to do an Australian accent, and it was just bad. It was one of the animals, I think. Oh, which one? Uh. I think maybe the kangaroo. Yeah, the but first I think kangaroo the kangaroo might have actually been Australian. Oh. So the the well, <laughs> there's a mouse in this movie, and he is not not one of the main mice, a new mouse. He's and Crocodile Dundee. He's voiced mouse. he's voiced by an Australian, and his yeah. accent is like way better because it's probably his, the best because yeah, it's his, right? <laughs> uh, interesting how that happens. I know it's pretty weird. Who's the actor that plays him? I don't know. I just, I just when I went to IMDb, I just clicked on his name. So I don't think he's like um, super famous. The poacher finds Cody in the hole, and then is basically like, then is like blames his little his lizard Joanna for digging a big lizard hole. Basically, him. He's trying to pretend he's not a poacher. Yeah, he's pretending he's not a poacher, oh, yeah. and that he yeah. you know must it's have like fallen in some random hole. Holes all over the place. Yeah. But it's pretty obvious, and yeah. and Cody's not buying it. Because it has an alarm in it. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. And there was a bell. And the guy and rolled up with pointing a gun yeah, into the, the gun hole. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a perfectly squared off Yeah. Hole. Right. Also, like, how do you dig this? And the build of this guy is a combo Poacher of... Poacher City. He's Poacher <laughs> City, baby. He's like square <laughs> he's body, long legs, and then like he's got the same face as the bad guy in Tarzan mixed with the military guy in Atlantis. And there yeah. was someone else we said looked Frollo. like. I think oh, Frollo. Well, I know Frollo. Wait. It's like the nose and the mouth. Yeah, like I, I think he also looks Frollo like the. Frollo has a skinny nose. I th- it was like the shape of the nose. I'm pretty I think sure. he also kind of reminds me of the trapper in and the um, Fox and the Hound. Maybe oh, it's Frollo's. I don't know. It's like the demeanor of Frollo. Hmm. I don't know. I don't see the Frollo. But I see the other ones. No, we had a movie recently, though, where we said that the villain looked... Oh, the guy from Oliver and Company. We said that guy looked a lot like... Um, Which I've seen, because I'm Casey. Right. Uh, remember the dude from Oliver and Company looked a lot like Clayton and... Oh, yeah. What's it called? Uh, I don't know what the other guy's name is. Atlantis. Froyo, yeah. Froyo from Bro-yo. Atlantis. Frodo. Um, so he uh, gets him out of there, and then basically... He's about to let him he's, go. He's... He's make he's making a he's pressuring him to say that he didn't see anything, right. making veiled threats, and then the threats become directly direct threats yeah. when Cody says he's going to report him to the authorities, and then um, <laughs> yeah, he's like, as he's walking the away, rangers, what are the rangers? Oh yeah, he's not scared, and then Cody's walking away. Joanna sees the mouse peeking out of the corner of the backpack, right. goes for the mouse, and in the process, the golden feather comes out of the backpack, mm-hmm. which the which McLeach recognizes as being a the feather from the golden eagle, and so he has one in his hat. So he has one in his hat because he killed the father. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, he's like, just like, oh ah, man. So you have seen the mother, hey? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I got the father. <laughs> yeah, he's intense. And then he's uh, a very scary poacher man. He's basically telling Cody, "Tell me where, 
the, tell me the where eagle is. And he says, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. And he says, okay, well, then I'm going to steal you. And he kidnaps the human child. Throws him in a cage. Throws his backpack into the river so that yeah. if, like, the rangers will find the backpack and think he got eaten by crocs. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, um, because Cody's like, shoes. the rangers are going to come after me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, throws the, yeah. throws the backpack All his sandwiches. All his sammies. Well, he might have already eaten all the Sammies, though. Oh, Sammy. Sammy sounds pretty good. A ham Sammy? A ham Sammy? I got three pieces of ham in my fridge right now. I got some really nice thick cut (laughs) ham. He's not here. We can can have ham. ham I got some really nice thick cut ham from HEB that's like, you can see the like marbling in it. Like, it's real nice. Love that ham. Ham marble. So, the mouse that was in the trap. Yes. He scurries off to a secret little outpost. Oh, this is so cute. Yeah, and this is when you this is when it becomes effectively a rescuers movie. Yeah, yeah. this is like oh when right, this is what we're Little watching. things in a big world with like fun little Rube Goldberg machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you know it's a mouse movie. Yeah. So he oh, starts yes. doing a makeshift telegram that sends off to an outpost <laughs> in Hawaii. Yeah, and then, it sounds and like then, it travels up the phone yeah. pole. And, and then there's up. a big, and then following across the globe, there's this big arcing pink arrow that goes from destination to destination, so zooming Indiana in Jones. on the various yeah. rescuers' outposts, and then them kind of going and switching. And mm-hmm. it, in Hawaii, it's a big crashed plane. And mm-hmm. they have little Hawaiian shirts yeah. on with pineapples. And they like are basically operating out of the old cockpit of a crashed plane yeah. on an island in yeah. the Hawaiian archipelago, so which good. is really cool. Oh, yeah. And then you see him like turning all the yeah. machinery back the on. Big, like the like, big <laughs> switches and stuff. And he's yeah. like tapping away. And mm-hmm. then, then it forwards At some point to, it goes to a human. Which I thought was funny. Yeah. yeah. Where, where is that? I, I think that was New York? Oh. No, because it was somewhere and they said forward it to New York. Oh, you know yeah. what? I think there's an outpost that's hidden inside the telegram mm. outpost in oh. the U.S. <laughs> right, that's what And it was. so, because oh, yeah. they, instead of doing SOS, they, they do RAS, RAS which is the Rescuer, Rescuers... Rescue Aid Society. Rescue Aid Society. Yeah. And so, like, the then the outpost in New York beep, 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 forwards beep, beep, it to beep, 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 the kind of UN rescue aid society mm-hmm. little location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then all the all the mice meet up and the in our leader, UN location from before. And yeah. it's specific characters from the first one. Oh, and yeah. I know this because I watched this earlier today. Yeah. And so they have like the same people. There's like the Sikh guy with the turban on. Yep. And then there's the like Winston Churchill kind of main guy. But yeah. they're just way better designed the, and animated now. The Canadian yeah. mouse is like in his pajamas for some reason. Because yeah. they like they them just all in, woke like, up, I guess. I guess. Well, it's like last minute, right? It's always an emergency yeah. whenever they meet. Yeah. So he's um, in his jammies. I I like how so up so I think I really liked this movie for the first act because I really liked like obviously when especially comparing it to the first rescuers mm-hmm. the animation's way more fluid way more colorful oh, yeah. you know and I mean a lot Tight. of that is it's beautiful like, yeah, it's it's modern right so it's yeah. clean Renaissance um, the and I loved I loved watching all the mice like connecting, you know. That like, was really it's like that cool. scene all, all in, the messages getting. Is sent. it Lady and the Tramp where they have, or it's either Lady and the Tramp or Hundred One Dalmatians where yeah. they have the dog network and yeah. they're just like. Bark, 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 bark. It, this <laughs> one is very strong um, recess or couldn't kids next door vibes mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. makeshift yeah. DIY small people versions yeah. of like modern Very world things. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, ooh, we should watch some Disney shows. Rescuers ooh. is a Disney show. Well, or I mean, the rest, uh, uh, Recess. Recess School's Out. Now, that's a movie. That's a movie. That ooh, is a film. <laughs> that is some, that's that is a piece some of solid art. Kino. Before ever watching Recess the show, because I didn't have Disney XD. That was not on Disney. No, XD. it was just Disney Channel before it was Disney XD. Well, yeah, but that was up until it didn't. It wasn't was on like, anymore. That was like Saturday morning Disney. Yeah, yeah but they like I, I didn't Channel. really watch Disney when uh, Recess was on. Okay. I was like a Nickelodeon uh, I see, guy. I see. Well, I did. Um, I dabbled. Well, well and I think and maybe Cartoon I just Network. like didn't really watch yeah, it I did all at three. the time. I did all three. But then when I was actually interested in Recess was when I saw the ads for Recess Movie? School's Out. And I was like, I want to see that. I never I got around to seeing years. it or watching the show until middle school <gasps> when my friend who had Dish Network had Disney XD. So we nice. watched like Ooh. all of Recess. Whoa. So. You do that um, as if it's the beginning of the Law & Order theme song. Now we're doing two different theme songs. That's a good mashup, though. Oh, a, yeah, good, yeah. a good girl talk mashup. Ooh. Uh, anyways, girl talk. The, uh, <laughs> the best the part of this Girl is, talk at us. Um, well, I mean, like we said, the tiny makeshift mouse contraptions, but like even the podium that uh, the main mouse is speaking yes. is like a match book. It's a little mount, mm-hmm. match And it's book so cute. Yeah, and I the love, chairs are like ticket stubs. And... I love how everything up into this moment is like new and fresh. And then once we get into it, it's like... It's still new and clean, but it's like it's familiar. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like oh, this before. is the same. The attention was paid spot. to like make recreating the same sets yeah. from the previous movie, which oh, I think yeah. is like fifteen years later. That's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. It, it was nice. Um, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't do that thing where it's like. Oh, our brand new state of the art rescuers oh, yeah. facility, you know, and everything's yeah. bigger and fancier. Well, what's weird right? is like, would is there much of like a audience continuity between the two films? Isn't it okay? Here's something we haven't talked about. Why was the rescuers the first movie to get an official sequel? That's a great question, and Whoa. I don't know the answer Isn't that to weird? it. Yeah. Why? Why and, of all of the movies? And unlike many Disney sequels, especially Disney animated sequels. It was a full theatrical release, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And this is the first like official. It was arguably much better than the first one, as opposed yeah. to arguably this arguably. kind of as opposed to the general trend of the Disney sequel Dark Ages. Right. Well, yeah, because they're and not the official. Straight to DVD it's, yeah, and the straight to DVD and video well, releases. Because yeah. most Disney sequels are made by the B team. You know, they're not made by the main. Animators yeah, I don't know why. And the main. Yeah, creators. they're made by the ones that suck. Um, yeah. Another fun fact. Well, maybe this isn't very fun, but it Walt's is. Walt's younger a fact. brother, Wilt. Wilt Disney. <laughs> Wilt Dasney. Wilt Dasney. Wilt Disney. Why did you change my name, Father? Why can't I be a Disney too? I won't be associated with you, Wilt Dasney. <laughs> Disowned. Why'd you keep it so close, though? <laughs> Walt and Wilt. To remind you where you came from and how far you've fallen. Oh, not Walt's, that far. <laughs> Walt's younger brother was a pretty big part of the Disney Corporation, wasn't he? I can't remember Isn't his, his name. Isn't his name, like, Ted? Rob Disney? Yeah, didn't he voice Disney? Walt Disney whenever Walt Disney wasn't able to make it? Oh, I don't know. What did do you mean, make it? That's a Tom Hanks, Jim Hanks reference. Oh. oh. <laughs> Tim Hanks? 
Um, okay, so the fact is... John Hanks. John <laughs> oh, This is... Um, Eva Gabor is the lady who plays Miss Bianca. Oh, yeah, the main two mice have the yes. same voice actors. Which is really great. Yeah, and this is the last film before she died in 1995. Whoa. And there Whoa. was a third Rescuers movie planned for 1996. Oh. But they didn't do it because she died. And they didn't they do didn't, any And this was before Carrie Fisher movies. and Philip Seymour Hoffman ghost technology was voraciously <laughs> used by Disney. Yeah. Wait, who did... What Philip Seymour Hoffman movie? Well, that was uh, Hunger Games. It wasn't Disney. But mm. they did that for Carrie Fisher, and it's very... And the guy that did... Um, Talk, Tarkin? Yeah, Tarkin. Grandma Apparently Tarkin. it's pretty un- uncomfortable. Hmm. I think it works. Honestly. Hmm. I don't think it's that bad. I mean, you can tell they're CGI, but I mean, if you if you watch that movie and, you, and someone doesn't know they're CGI, I th- I don't think they would notice that easily. I think it would take them a while. No, I liked Rogue it, One. They would stick with a little bit of that kind of uncanny anxiety when seeing their face, but they wouldn't know how to place it until they realized right. it was CGI. It's like, oh, that's why I'm kind of scared. I think it works. Honestly, we were talking about this yesterday. What what's it called? It's like deep, not deep pranks, but deep something deep fakes deep fakes oh yeah. right, right and like i feel like they could do that with any actor now yeah they can oh, they now. literally yeah. can yeah. yeah i mean they they like deep fakes are scary yeah yeah we love uh fascist creep of <laughs> what? of like technology yeah. oh right oh, right yeah. yeah spooky um i thought you were calling someone a fascist creep we love, <laughs> yeah. that we love fascist, fascist creep. creeps like <laughs> philip seymour <laughs> oh my god so the i liked how aware of itself this part of the movie was yeah. right because yeah they not, made little jokes about it yeah too. not only was it like exactly the same uh like setting and everything as before but they're like oh we have a, a mission a boy's been kidnapped in australia and we have just the right two mice yeah, it's like, to do it it's yeah. like no, and i know i know you're before. all thinking of the same two mice isn't it and then yeah he's like uh, Miss Bianca and Bernard. Bernard. Which and is then, funny that they still call her Miss Bianca and then right. just say Bernard. And Mr. Bernard. <laughs> yeah, her name is Miss Bianca. Yeah. <laughs> Miss. And, and she, or uh, neither of them are there. Yeah, yeah hands over to their Hands <laughs> over to an empty U.S. and Hungary seats, which I think is kind of an interesting choice in terms of like... That's where they're from. Yeah, but like in the UN, you would I, I don't think friends. like random <laughs> countries will like just be right next to I, each other. I don't think it's assigned seating. I think you get to go I pick. Think, I think they bring their sign, their own little sign, and so they're just like they today just I want to sit next friends. to Greece. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, did they <laughs> not get the message? I guess they did get the message after everyone else. Well, they were weird? so okay. So yeah, it is weird, but they wanted to show the, the time, little. Right? Bit. It's sure. so cute. Yeah, it's like, where are they? And then it zooms to um, this beautiful big restaurant. In a ballroom. It's in the colonnade of a ballroom. Yeah. It's like built into the like top of like the ionic columns mm-hmm. is uh, a little restaurant. Well, yeah, it's the it shows the big restaurant yeah. and then it zooms up and it, it yeah, goes up like goes the up. column mm-hmm. and then follows like the uh, the arch over to the chandelier and there's this yeah. mouse replica of the restaurant in the chandelier yeah. and it's the that's great. The, That's the great. menu for the restaurant is made from the scraps that fall on the floor. Oh, yes. And so, so the, the oh waiter's carrying a big, like, cloche. It's all, like, 
crickets and yeah, and, and a tiny yeah. and a tiny um a Dimble. tiny pea falls on the ground, mm-hmm. and so then the like the scavenger <laughs> waiter gets the pea and then brings it up and calls pea soup, pea soup, and then he gives it to a little guy that cooks it in a little thimble and a oh match burning God. underneath he it, salt on top? and he puts salt on top, and then he pours Pretty it soap. into a little bowl, and then he passes it on, and oh then they bring it to the God. table. It's really nice. And they're so all wearing great. little like waiter oh, outfits, like little, little cummerbunds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, these are the cute bugs we've needed. Oh yeah. Oh, we've, we've gotten cute and it's like but they these say are like they're the cutest ones. They say really they're crickets, cute. but we know they're cockroaches. Do yeah. they say they're crickets? They say they're crickets. Do they really? I, I, th- I think it's like I think some are crickets and some are cockroaches. They're kind of shaped like ants. Cause they're kind of well. I think it's like weird because it's like they're definitely like they're kind of crickets. I think in world, but like they're definitely just cockroaches because they yeah. live and eat off scraps Before. and they live in a place with lots of yeah. food in it like, yeah. yeah they're just kind of like generic bug shapes yeah they're generic <laughs> bug shaped yeah. bugs they're bugs they're That's bugs what they are they're with little cute bugs too they have so one's cute. name is francois and he's mm. got a little so french accent french. <laughs> he's like the maitre d of the restaurant yes <laughs> and he knows um miss... he, he knows miss bianca, bianca and bernard by name so like the regular it, it, it yeah it implies that a decent amount of time has passed because mm-hmm. As we see in the next shot, like Bernard is has a little ring in his pocket. Yeah. He's prepping to propose. They're to Ms. sitting Bianca. on their little um, champagne cork chairs. Yes, this is the cutest thing. They're drinking. And the legs tiny of the stool are the wire brackets mm-hmm. from the corks in the yes. champagne bottles, which is oh, really cute. It's so cute. But yeah, he's he is about to propose to her and. He drops the ring. The ring falls out of his pocket. Yes. Right. So I like have written in. down toe ring face slap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, there's a huge ring escapade, mm-hmm. and it is rolling all over the floor and rolls underneath the table of, like, this big, beautiful mouse woman and her date. Yes. And, um... Her ugly date. Ugly date. He's probably real rich, though. Yeah, I think that's probably... Do you think this is, like, the main restaurant for the rescuers and maybe, like, all the rescuers eat here? Well, no, because there were no. a bunch of people there right, and none right. of the rescuers. You're totally right. You're yeah, right. this is just a fancy mouse restaurant. You're right. So, it will, I mean, it implies that it's been a decent amount of time because they make jokes about how often they send Bianca and right. Bernard to these missions. Yeah, and, the first and it seems like, really, is. they're the only ones that go on the missions, right. which seems weird at first, but then you realize everyone in there is real old. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, there's not a whole lot of people that can physically go on these Honestly, missions. Yeah, they're anymore. the field agents. Winston Churchill's not going to go on that mission. Yeah, no, they might. he's just there to announce. Yeah, they might be some of the only field agents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm curious the what everyone mice. else's <laughs> roles are. It, well, it's all <laughs> built around... Um, the majority of uh, signals being given from either word of mouth or bottles. So I can't That's imagine true. they have a pretty high frequency. Of, Do they yeah. just deal well, with kidnapped children? I think so, yeah. I mean, is it because yeah, yeah, children yeah. are the only ones that can talk to the animals? Maybe that's why. Wait, they rescue <coughs> all those in need. Because remember, the their motto has them like picking the the splinter out of a lion. So oh, I don't know. Yeah, if it's, I don't know if it's just kids. I think it might just be that the two movies are about kids, mm. which we never really nailed down. Why the Rescuers was the one chosen for a sequel, and I think it's because the Rescuers is probably the best Disney movie up to this point to create a franchise out of. Yeah, just structural. And I think also right? mm. each movie can be that's true. a new mission. And it also like that's very the true. original source material it's built from is a more contemporary text rather mm. than folk like a, tales. Yeah, than like a fairy tale. Yeah. Or and yeah. so like, and you don't have to do as much work and also I think it's probably just like a looser yeah. structure because it's not as like 
it's not a Grimm's fairy tale where mm-hmm. it's like there's really only one way you can tell it yeah. that isn't that's a, right. dark a lot way. of the like the TV adaptations of Disney things are this kind of like agent going on mission kind of situation too hmm. like it's this very serialized friendly format yeah like the Lilo and Stitch TV series is that kind that's of thing. True, oh, yeah, they yeah. have to get all the the catch all, the... all kind of situation yeah and it's just like there's this is just a very formulaic like oh, we can do all these different adventures. Yeah, I feel like that is definitely, like, a later Disney thing. Mm -hmm. Like, that is a lot of their shows is, like, what's the monster of the week? What's the mission of the day? Yeah, Um, So, let's let's scrap the rescuers. What movie, up until this point, do you think would make the best sequel? Besides the rescuers? Besides the rescuers. Can I see the list of all the movies? Yeah. Yeah, I think The Great Mouse Detective, because it'd be the same kind of thing. It'd be the same exact thing. It would be, yeah, I mean, it would... Be as serialized friendly oh, as Sherlock. Could you remember if, or could you imagine if they made a well, sequel to Great Mouse Detective? Because they, be they could do Great so Mouse good. Detective, but so with good. like literally Sherlock stories, right? Exactly. Yeah, and just like various cute they could just, versions of them, right? Yeah, yeah. They, and new original ones. Like they could do anything with. They could do the Hounds of Baskerville, <gasps> but with like it's like way scarier because they're like big so dogs. So scary, yeah. Um, interesting. I mean, maybe. I feel like, like you could probably pretty easily do Lady and the Tramp, Aristocats, and 101 Dalmatians. Mm. Like, as just kind of a ensemble cast, like, like yeah, like, slice of life, like, yeah. TV show. That's almost yeah. like a children's, like, a children's, like, moral teaching mm-hmm. uh, cartoon show. That's and a then, good point. I think, I think... That's Great Mouse Detective is probably oh yeah the I best answer probably. because because I'm I'm trying to think of like what movies <laughs> what like movies structure and world <laughs> just creates like infinite possibilities yeah. right it's like for me like Lion King two it, or like a uh, uh, Hundred One Dalmatians two is like mm, I don't know uh, yeah it's like comes back these, yeah and, uh, well they more do make a hundred and Two Dalmatians. Right. So. You kind of have to right. remove the knowledge of all the sequels that yeah. do actually exist. Well, I guess it'd be harder to make TV... Or harder to make movie sequels from yeah. those movies. Right, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. also, I think all the ones that I did mention, I think they all did get sequels. I think yeah. Lady and the Tramp did get a sequel and it was their kids. Yeah. Right. But those I feel like Aristocats like, maybe also got a sequel. It's like way more time has passed. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's about the kids. Yeah, and, and there's only... there's The yeah. well runs dry pretty quickly mm-hmm. instead of like a crime drama yeah it's yeah it's like which one of these can you just keep coming up with sequel ideas obviously make my music i think yeah melody time yeah melody time i mean (laughs) what happened to that whale there's peter pan would be cool if it's like exploring neverland right but it will i think it's like it's a similar thing where like it necessitates having to have a lot of time pass and things are very different because that's like what peter pan 2 which it's like i saw peter pan 2 in theaters as a as a young kid, oh, um, oh. how <laughs> it released in theaters? It was a theatrical release. Hmm. Sure, yeah, it was. <laughs> we need to check. You can our look list. it up right now. Interesting. Whoa, interesting. Because it's not. A, well, it's I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was done by the same studio. Yeah. I don't think it was a right. proper Disney studio, but it was one of the rare Disney sequels that got a theatrical release. Mm. The Rise of Pan. Is that it? Oh, or no, Return to Neverland. Yeah, Return to Neverland. It's her daughter. Yeah. Right. Isn't her name like Jane or something? Something like that. Wendy. No, You're thinking of Wendy. Her daughter's name. <laughs> yeah, it's Jane. Wendy Jr. Um, Wendy's. Wendy's. Oh my god, that's a Peter Pan and Wendy's the restaurant. Yeah. Whoa. So, <laughs> to come back. We're on the mouse date. We're on we, the mouse date. He grabs the ring. Yes. 
Off oh, of the toe. it slips. <laughs> so it slips onto her toe. Right. And he goes to grab the ring from her toe. Mm-hmm. And um, she thinks that uh, her romantic partner, who presumably they're on like a first date or something like that, is getting yeah. frisky. Mm. And so she slaps him in the face. Oh, yeah. So funny. Very funny. And he's it like all smiling funny. at her. Like, yeah, theatrical release. Huh. Yeah, how about that? I no idea. Kinda wasn't lying. My dad works at Disney. <laughs> and Australia. Wow. Whoa, Australia Disney branch? Uh, when are Disney. they going to open up a Disneyland? Australia. Disney. Disney <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> Disneyland Sydney. This is South African. Um, excuse me. You're excused. Uh, see, so he finds the ring, and he's about to propose to Bianca, but there's a little bit of a miscommunication, because you see, while he's gone... It's... The yeah. the cricket Francois Francois oh, God, that's right. comes up to Miss Bianca and says, uh, "The Rescue Aid Society has a new mission. We need you to go to Australia immediately." Yeah. and she accepts. Uh, meanwhile, either Francois or another bug, I think it's Francois, uh-huh. uh, rolls up to um, Bernard. Bernard. Oh yeah, because Miss Bianca's like, oh, "Where's Bernard? I need to find him." Yeah, and Francois is like. Oh, I will take care of it. I will find him. <laughs> and t- he tries to tell Bernard about the mission, but Bernard is too, like, in his head about the proposal yeah. that he doesn't respond. As and he's one is wont to do. Right. And he's like, going to oh, propose. <laughs> yeah, kind of a big deal. And he... I would know. <laughs> I've had many I've suitors in the past. <laughs> <laughs> um, in this scene, he... Basically, like, blows him off and then gets up to Bianca, and Miss Bianca says that she already heard everything. Yeah, it's like, I have something important to tell oh, you. Oh, yeah. I've already heard. It's she like a pro, it's the pronoun game, oh, but with, like, important have? information. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is one of the lamest tropes. This Ugh. movie has a lot of great tropes. I, That's I, one of the lamest. It's a, it's a classic. It's charming in a oh. way, but it's annoying objectively. It Agreed. is objectively annoying whenever it's like... All of these problems could be saved that by kind of shake, anyone talking. That kind normal, of like, like a normal person. misunderstanding. Yeah, just like say what you're trying to say. Well, because it's so frustrating because in these movies, not only is there an initial miscommunication, but then it's like every line of dialogue afterwards... Is applicable to both things. Is applicable yeah. to both things and is never once not confusing. Yeah. And it's like... This is not how people talk. It is so frustrating that this happens so often yeah. in films. And so she, he's like, he's like, in real life? That to me no. all the time. It's Everyone why you have so many suitors. That is why. <laughs> they were all accidental. Oh, yeah. You just thought you were going on a trip to Australia to save a small child. I did, every time. But it was actually people that were proposing. Oh my God. You went on a trip with like 20 other dudes and they were like, they all had something to ask and you're like, yeah, no, I already know. And I say yes. That's to basically everyone. how <laughs> I like, was oh. watching The Bachelorette. It is The Bachelorette. <laughs> I am the Bachelorette. Surprise. Oh, it's me. That's You're going to be spoiler. next season's yeah. Bachelorette. Oh, oh, don't tell anyone. You signed a non-disclosure agreement. You're not supposed to say that. Shh. Thank goodness no one's going to Keep that goodness. a secret, naughty yeah. boys. Thank goodness actually no one's going to hear this. <laughs> That's not true. All my suitors listen. <laughs> are you trying to get sued? The, all the naughty boys are your suitors. If you're an official naughty boy patron, then you will be Kelsey's suitor. Yeah, part of the Bachelorette. That's right. one. That's Kelsey's the... season. Kelsey's season bachelorette. 
It's my so dream they, to be the Bachelorette. They go on this mission, and eventually Bernard does find out that yeah, because she's because she, she's like, oh, like, I, oh, of course, I think the definitely. He's like, oh, really? You would? Well, we need to set a date. Oh, we need to set a date, and he's like, how about next April? And she's like, oh, that's much too late. Let's go now. Yeah, and he's like, well, uh, now you need a dress. And you need a, a gown. And she's like, no, I just need some khaki shorts and hiking boots. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like oh, what? <laughs> There's also that great moment it's where like, he's I can't like, marry her in you that. feel the same way. And she's like, it's not about oh, feeling, yeah. it's about it, duty. And, and he's, he's like, like oh, uh, that's uh, kind of a weird way to think about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I guess. That, is, that is pretty funny. <laughs> it's very funny. I will say, this this lame trope does lead to some funny jokes. Yeah, yeah in, that's true. In and I'm glad that it isn't the whole time. Yeah, it's pretty quickly. Right? It's not the yeah. whole point of yeah, it's, it's not. It's not like it's Bernard one, thinks they're engaged for the entire it's movie. It's one gag. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like we drawn out instead of the plot. Of an entire play, for example. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also, Looking at you, Oscar Wilde. <laughs> Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Um, Miss Bianca has like real blush on her little mouse cheeks, Yes, too. we talked about... She powders her face, which... Is like fine, like do sure, absolutely. It's just the logistically speaking, it's she's covered in fur, right? So it's already kind of its own powder. The skin isn't (laughs) visible, so I think that functionally speaking, it's a good question. She looks beautiful. Oh yeah, I mean she always looks beautiful. She's gorgeous. Something resplendent. Snow White's um, like actual blush, blush though in the animation. Something about this movie that is interesting is the fact that the original movie obviously, was made in the 70s, different mm-hmm. art style. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the animals in that movie have little black dots for yes. eyes. In this movie, some of the mice oh, yeah. do, but some of them have like more modern, fully drawn whites in well, the eyes. In the, mm-hmm. in eyes. the original movie, it was a kind of Scooby-Doo situation. There mm-hmm. were the edges of the eyes that were drawn, and then they had black oh, right. people sitting in them, right. but there oh, weren't yeah. whites of the eyes. Right, so right. in this one, it's either one or the other. So... Yeah. The head mm, of the RAS has fully rendered white eyes with pupils, but then most of the mice, especially kind of the smaller ones without mm-hmm. significant uh, specific like silhouettes, yeah. right. have just a uh, little black. That's kind of like their pearls. default. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. I which prefer fair. that because I prefer that to like the weird Scooby Doo thing where the eye is the same color as the skin oh, yeah. and it doesn't have yeah. an edge. I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it can work for the mice. Maybe not for humans, but... Yeah, I, I mean, the humans the definitely shouldn't have giant black orbs. Because think about it, mice eyes are just like a black Big dot. Black orbs. So if anything, it's like, very, was, that should be the normal. It was very cute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the rest of the Rescue Aid Society sends Bernard and Miss Bianca off, and they go to... What was his original name? Orville. Orville. Orville the albatross. The albatross that flew them in the original movie. They go to the roof of the building. Also, it is like super... It's like the middle of a snowstorm uh, because it's like really sunny in Australia. it's summer in Australia. So so it's it's, winter in in New York. Um, They get to the roof and we find out that Albatross Airlines is under new management. Uh, So they follow the sign to this other little doorway and we meet, uh, presumably, Orville's brother, Wilbur. Which is a great joke. Yeah, it is good. And uh, Wilbur is an albatross drawn exactly the same way, but and, with a backwards hat. Yeah, he's a backwards hat, and he's played by the guy from yeah, Planes, John, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, John, John Candy. Candy. Does Orville have a forwards hat? 
Uh, Nick Orville just has like one of the. He has, a, he has a, yeah, he has the long. Yeah, oh, yeah. and, yeah, and they both cool. have the same body silhouette as right. the seagull in. Scuttle. Well, Mermaid? Scuttle, but also I was thinking the seagull in Alice in Wonderland. Is that true? Are they different? Seagull. The dodo. The dodo. Maybe what, what sequel? the flying one. Is there one when she goes into the ocean mm-hmm. and there's a like a guy that's sailing? The sailor guy is that a dodo? I don't remember. I don't think he's like singing like a, a pirate's life for me. Yeah. And, oh, and then he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, you're gonna get all wet, and it's the oysters. Oh, you're talking about the walrus and the carpenter? No, he oh, tells the story. Oh, of the I, I know what you're talking about. Yes. I yeah. don't I think remember it's the same what he looks that, like. Right? Oh yeah, the oysters is later because I haven't seen it recently. Uh huh. My name is Casey Pelius. <laughs> Uh, we meet Wilbur. <laughs> also, yes, this is a pretty well-known actor, so I was wrong earlier about there not being any well-known actors in this movie. Mm. Um, John Candy. That's right. Love this guy. He's great. R.I.P. Mm, He's a... R.A.S. R.A.S. <laughs> S.O.S. Save our John Candy. <laughs> uh, this, so this, I, I like, um, Wilbur more than Orville. Because mm. to me, Wilbur's a bigger part of the movie, naturally, so uh, he also gets a lot more oh, yeah. personality, I think, than Orville does. Definitely. Like, Orville yes. has personality, but Wilbur is, like, a His bigger hat. character. Yeah, he's kind of... It's he's mostly already the backwards has... Hat. Orville is kind more of, like, has a couple gags, but no real character quirks, whereas, like... Other than just kind of, like... Yeah. Wilbur's, like, the first thing... Yeah. He, the, the, the first time that you meet Wilbur, he is, like, just... He's hanging out, chilling, and like dancing to some rock song. Yeah, this kind of like a rockabilly kind of situation. Oh yeah, and uh, and they convince him basically to fly them to Australia. Mm-hmm. He's reluctant because it's the middle of this snowstorm, and uh, says there's no way they can fly out. But they tell him that there's a little boy in trouble, and he, and I guess, has a soft spot for children because he's like, yeah. he's like, like, what? Wait, reasoning God. is so weird. Yeah, he's like, well, you mean a boy who won't have a Presents on Christmas? Yeah, it's like, like yeah. yes, but he'll be dead too. And can't play, <laughs> yeah. and can't play catch with his old man or whatever. Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> like me and my dad? Why is this what you're concerned about? Well, because yeah, it's like he's not going to get a chance right? to grow up. He He's not going to have a chance to be a kid. Yeah, well, we gotta I think go it's reminding him. him of the trauma of losing his older brother. Yeah, where is Orville? Orville, he died and then under new his will was, his will just was will to say for... under new management. <laughs> Do you think um, this is a reference to the uh, the tiki uh, place? I can't remember what it's called. The tiki, the tiki room. The tiki room uh, under new management at Disneyland. Whenever the room was taken over by Iago and Zabu. Zazu. Zazu. Zabu. Zabu is a Marvel character. Oh. I'm reading too many comics. Uh, yeah, Zazu. Mm. No, I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. No, I don't think so. I think that's just a thing that people say. That's just a thing. Under yeah. new management. But that is also about a business under new management with some with birds. birds. So the tiki room. Something to think about. That's my uh, dad's favorite Disney attraction. Oh really? The tiki room. <laughs> Do, which uh, is it? The under new management version or the original? I think the original. The OG yeah, tiki probably. room. People don't like the new one. Mm. Um, people sweet. hate new stuff. They fly to Australia, and these. Oh, they they fly to an airport and they get in the little wheel well of a plane. Oh yeah, he says we're gonna need a bird. Yeah, but before that, when they're flying over New York skyscrapers, they look bad. Yeah, these renderings look straight. They look like like, CAD. The the intro sequence to the 1990s (laughs) Spider-Man. 
Oh, yeah, that's definitely mm, it. Yeah. They look yeah. like they're not fully rendered. Like, these are just big blocks. Yeah. And they need to be, like... Low, low, po- like, it, low poly. It's yeah. rectangle. It's, rectangular yeah. prism. It's, Very few polys. It, it is six polys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably just five, honestly. <laughs> really when there are these? Um, and then, like... Even, Which is wild, because, like, the nature shots and the landscape shots are, like, so well, beautifully those done. Well, are, those are drawn and then edited digitally but That's this true. was their first attempt at like doing three-dimensional stuff and right, like right. it makes sense because like the like making actually realistic buildings wasn't really a thing in a lot of digital media until say like mid 2000s yeah so yeah, yeah. it's um, bold it's, like, it's rough. But, yeah i mean it was like either that or doing you know like kind of cut out silhouettes of buildings that they're just kind of flying by anyways. Yeah. What's funny is it's nighttime and a huge snowstorm, so you think they would be able to hide most of this. Yeah. That's probably why they did that, yeah. And it's, it's just funny, though, because it's like, even with all that, you can still very clearly yeah. see how bad... And what's worse than the buildings is the cars, because at some point yeah. they swoop yeah. down. And it's, you just see, like, these black boxes with headlights, yeah. kind of. And, yeah. they, and, the, and it's, it's not just that they... Are like look like the models are bad because they they kind of just look like rectangles. Yeah, because the, they have because they do some really nice architected like forms in three D with the poachers. Feel. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, right. Like it's they like have it's, the ability to do they it. They just like didn't spend the time on yeah. this scene. <laughs> or it might even be like an issue of trying to bring in the logic of like abstract drawing scenery for the background, but you're doing it with. 3D forms, and so like it's very sharply rendered, Mm -hmm. but it's poorly constructed. Yeah, and so like it just sticks out a lot, as opposed to like, um, kind of like washy background settings. Yeah, that like are kind of more naturally a part of the background. Mm -hmm. Right, and your brain fills in the details that aren't there instead of this, where it's like this is what it is. Yeah, and it's not just the models of the cars, but it's also the animation because they all kind of like swerve and crash into each other, and they just kind of like move a little bit and then they kind yeah. of awkwardly stop and weird. then it's like stop stop like all it's, it did not look good at yeah all. but anyways uh yeah as you were saying they get to the airport because you can't fly all the way to australia yeah. that's ridiculous Which, i mean that was it was like well it was ridiculous to fly from new york to louisiana on the back of a bird but that whatever. makes sense birds fly that distance but they didn't have the um birds can go the distance <laughs> <laughs> They didn't have the what? They didn't have the, like, uh, kind of newer, more modern cockpit that they did in this movie. No, they just had, like, a little, like, a box that they were sitting in. Yeah, this is a a sardine. They had, well, they had, like, they were able to secure themselves. That's my main concern. With the sardine? Yeah, Yeah. with the sardine thing. Did they not have a sardine can in the first one? Mm -mm. They just had a little box. Yeah, I just watched it earlier today. But um, they had, like, the main cool thing that they had is when they were... Like they screwed themselves into like a seat with mm-hmm. a uh, with like the the lid of a sardine can. Yeah. So they were so like good. braced in like a roller coaster, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. Right. Locked in. Yeah. Which is um, good because Wilbur is like a little bit more of a erratic flyer than yeah. Yeah. Orville is. He is. He's Wait, look. There's, there's a there's a sardine can. Oh, is that? No, how about that? I mean, this is concept art, so maybe... Well, I mean, that's probably correct. Oh, look, right there. Oh, yeah, how about that? Yeah, they, have, they definitely have a starting Oh, uh, well, I wasn't really paying attention when I watched <laughs> it, so... Um, I'm just going through the motions, because i already seen it a couple times. Mm, of course. Casey Pelias. <laughs> the, uh, they, they get to the airport, and they're on the plane, and once they realize they're over Australia, they kind of drop from the airplane... Mm-hmm. 
land uh, and they send a message to the rescuers correspondent in Australia. Yep. Which kind of implies the that land down under. I guess there's only one representative <laughs> from each country. It's that's not it's like all the, UN, the rescuers. Yeah. They also have rescuers. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. are right. Like in They've the got, field. Yeah, domestic agents basically. Right. Field mice. Field mice. Oh well, and he is like a proper field, he is a mouse. field mouse. Yeah, he's got like yeah. big feet. Jake the hopping what? mouse is hopping who we're introduced mouse. to. And this guy's great. He is great. He Prop- is the first on the list of hot animals that I, Casey, would be attracted to. Yeah. I yeah. I think it's easy to say that this was the immediately He's the we Robin like, oh, he's, he's the hot. Robin Hood yeah. of this that's yeah. his character archetype, right? For sure. Yeah. When and he's we, got that great Australian accent. Yep. He's got a little chip in one of his ears. He's got big feet. He's great a little style. rough around the edges. I love the hat. Yeah. Yeah, I think the this was the second we saw Jake, we were like, oh, Casey is attracted to this mouse. Yeah. Yes. Which I am. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, Orville is saying, they're trying to land. Okay. Oh, yeah. And. Yes. Oh, sorry. I mean, Wilbur uh, is trying to land. And uh, <laughs> what's great is Jake. He's like, Albatross, trying to land on the runway. Come in. Over. You know, and he's like. <laughs> oh, yeah. He has to, like, look at his yeah. pictures of birds. Yeah, to he's see got a whole. Is. Which I think is really. Because like it's very yeah. much like. It's like those are the types of these are, Yeah, these are the yeah. models of aircraft that are coming in. Yeah, and so, so he, Which I do love the idea of they're like, uh, 747 coming in, landing. And they're like, 747. So what is, which one does that, that look like? Oh, and that's like, too big. It's like a picture book of them, like. <laughs> What, yeah, they're like trying to look at it outside the window, and they're like, "Oh, it's this one." <laughs> too oh, big. It's so oh, big. Way. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, "Uh, your airplane's too big for this airport." So <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they tell. He says he's like, because the albatross is like way bigger than all the other birds on yeah. the sheet, and he's like, "Albatross, that's too big. Our our landing strip's not that. It's not going to be." Like, you can't land here. Which is like, it's funny because it's like, if you think too long about it, it's like it's a bird. It just lands. Like, you don't need a landing, yeah. right? But I love that there's like this whole like he has to like break and screech like into a stop. Yeah. And and so they have to like extend the runway yeah. and and or- Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Yeah, I I, I keep wanting to call so it. Also, Wilbur the like runway is corrugated metal. Yeah, it's yeah. just the roof of the It's the, the tin place. it's like the corrugated tin roof of the shack. Yeah. Tin roof. Rusted. <laughs> <laughs> Casey loves that song. Yeah, I do. And I was just admiring it. The tin roof of the building. Uh-huh. Um, so, like, when he's coming in for a landing, it's, like, not smooth. No. He's no. hitting... Yeah, he's like, oh, and they do the thing where they, like, record his voice through the fan or whatever. Like John Candy's. Oh, so, yeah. like, it, like, sounds like he's being yeah. jostled up and down, which is really nice. So good. And they, yeah, they pull, like, different, like, sheets of the roof, and he's, like, going back and forth. Yeah, he pulls he land. pulls out, like, a, a an awning that can oh, swing yeah. up yeah. to yeah. extend the runway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he uh, uses a bra, good physical comedy, he uses oh, a yeah. bra as the, um, like, the catch-release cable Bum. that they have for, like, aircraft carriers. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uses that for Wilbur, and then Wilbur gets up, and he's wearing the pink oh bra. Oh my gosh! Ha ha Hilarious. ha ha! They didn't really sit on it too long. Though. No, they really they, didn't sit on it too it, long it's, either. It's not like Wilbur was like, oh, oh, oh get this off of me, yeah. you know. He just had it on, but and then like, he like, 
And then he takes it off, and he, oh, yeah, he doesn't yeah. even react to it. He just takes it off, and he's well, like, here, hold this here, for me. And it's still, like, attached to the poles right. that it was on. Yeah, so he takes it off and hands it to Jake, and it just and it stabs Jake back and back. shoots him back, like, 20 feet. Uh, um, hilarious. And anyways, they meet Jake, and as we said, Jake's total hottie. Yeah. And yeah, he is. A muskrat? Oh, no, a hopping mouse? Hopping mouse. He's starting to put the moves on Miss Bianca. Immediately yeah. begins to put the moves on Miss Bianca. Because she, yeah, she exits the aircraft, and he is like, oh my god. And everything slows down and, like, zooms yep. in on her. And Jake is like, wow. And and then this is the rest wow. of the movie, right? It's like, <laughs> it's like Jake doing something cool, and Miss Bianca being impressed, yep. and then Bernard. But only, like, vaguely impressed. Like, right. impressed in a way that wouldn't oh. immediately communicate that it was romantic interest. It's, it's like just... it's like impressed because he's your tour guide and he did something cool. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and Bernard seeing it is like, oh, man, she thinks oh. he's so hot and so cool, and she's and not is. gonna say... Right. He, yeah. That's not wrong. He is afraid <laughs> that he is being taken advantage of by Jake, and that Jake is stealing his hopeful potential fiance yeah. from underneath him. And that she's going to say no if he proposes. Exactly. Because she'll say yes a, to Jake's proposal. Which is not only toxic and insecure, it's also wrong. Yeah, but this is a huge trope too. This is a huge trope. Huge the misunderstanding trope. of like being threatened by the, well, both sides of the trope of like being threatened by like the other guy coming in who's like mm-hmm. a a more superior specimen is the way that they're built. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But then, and like, the other guy, like, then, not caring yeah. about that there's already a boyfriend figure yeah. or whatever. Well, he's an alpha bro, so. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I feel like this whole is, like, all one, just big. Oh, yeah. Well, and like, then the other side of that is is when it's like, haha, it's fine. You didn't have anything to worry about. It's like, well, the fact that you were worrying about it in the first yeah, place implies some true. sort of property entitlement towards the other person. Right. And right. also this, like, weird lack of trust of, like, the only thing that keeps the relationship together is the fact there's no there's competition. Not anyone better. Right. Yeah. 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 It's a lot to unpack in this trip. Yeah. And, but, I mean, think about it. The Their relationship is really not that fleshed out, which is kind of one of my pet peeves. I personally really like their relationship. I think that a lot has happened in between the last yeah. movie and this movie. It's very... So that's, like, where the it's relationship It's a quotidian relationship happens. that they have, right? It's like... They go to dinner, like, at least once a week at that place. They know the maitre d', right? They have a very established, solid, like, life together. Right. Mm-hmm. As people that have been in a relationship for a very long time. But he's always been insecure about it because he's kind of a bit of a frady cat. Even I, though his fashion is very good. I think my mm. problem with it is that, like... True. I, I don't... I don't see... The love, like I don't see the. I, the we don't. Uh, we don't have any <laughs> scenes where they like really connect or get close. I feel like yeah, we saw yeah. you know what I mean. The first there's like some like, weird yeah. ambiguous cuddling that was confusingly marketed in the first one, but then yeah. in this one it is imp- like that's why I think that it's much f- later in the future, right? Because they're not like in like a honeymoon period of their relationship. Yeah, sure. they're just like kind of living. Now. together. I mean, he is proposing, right? So yeah, so they've been together for quite some time. Yeah. depending on how long. Mice well, here's live. the question. Yeah, let's say mice mouse Isn't it like seven two years. years? <laughs> oh. I believe is the average average rodent. Maybe oh, so that's just this... hamsters. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think it's just hamsters. I, I think might just be hamsters. Because I, um, I mean, the only reason we know they're in a relationship is because the movie says 
these two are in a relationship. You know yeah. what I mean? I he feel like trying to propose. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they they gave what the audience what they wanted, what they were clamoring for for thirteen years. Yeah, show. They've been dating us. for 13 years. Honestly, that's what I like to think, is that it is actually 1990, and yeah. it was 1977. Yes. It probably was. Everything yeah. seems mostly contemporary in terms of the yeah. pals. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think their relationship is earned, in my opinion, because because I, yeah, do think, I do think it's a lot of, like, these two are in a relationship because the plot demands it, but we don't actually mm. see the two of them... De- like really show any feelings for yeah. each other. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Like, a, how do we know Bianca likes Bernard? Like, at what point in this movie she just is kind to him? Right, that's, that's not, true. Yeah, like there's I, no indication that she has romantic feelings for Bernard mm-hmm. except for the fact that she says yes when he proposes. And, it, and of course, they're sweet right? on their date. Yeah, they're sweet on their date. I mean, I would. I I definitely agree with that. I would say that I also am a sucker for boring relationships. Sure, like boring quotidian relationships in media and just like people being together and their relationship is not something that is really needs to prove itself but also that's not really a problem that's not that's the problem with this relationship is i I think that's asking too much is to is to somehow believe that this is some sort of very nuanced relationship rather than what it is which is just kind of like oh yeah like they're you know they've been together for a while and we don't want to put in the writing work to have them actually in a relationship. I think it was like it just gave more time to all the other like action-y exciting parts of the movie. Like we didn't need to have all the like flirty bits that we had in the beginning because it's like we know that they're together. Oh I disagree. Because if I just put that there for the for like the only way they could establish that relationship is to have that character arc with um, Crocodile Dundee Jake. Yeah with with Steve Irwin To, to me, if they're going to make the proposal, like, a big part of the story, they need to make the relationship, like, a satisfying thing in the movie. It's and, valid. And I don't think they have uh, a very, like, I, I if, I think the, the thing about those, like, really nuanced, like, they've been together for years, yeah. like, types of relationships, those are great to see on TV because of the subtle ways they show their love for each other. True. Sure. And, and I, to me, there's, like, literally no proof. Like, that date at the restaurant could have been their first date, for all I That's know. That's very like, true. Like, there's no chemistry between them, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yes. And sure, it's because Bernard's, like, awkward and nervous. nervous. But if he's been dating her for, like, 13 years, and at this point is, like, still... Yeah, you need to step Like, obviously, it's okay up. to be he nervous. He still gets butterflies. Well, it, That's butter- cute. Butterflies for a proposal, that makes sense, right? Yeah. But it's just, like, it seems like every interaction with her, he's still, like... Oh, oh, oh. Well, because his, his own his insecurities, insecurities yeah. and he thinks she's so far out of his league that he's like always afraid of losing her. It's like it's very much a kind of like um, country song, insecure relationship of just like the weird stereotypical, not realistic. Like I still get nervous every time you walk in the room, and I and I make right. this comparison because all I do in the car is <laughs> listen to country music, and it's yeah. all pretty much like. Weird, kind of immature, problematic. Gonna lock them doors and turn. <laughs> no, that <laughs> one's song. great. Actually. That's a great song. That's pretty good. Knocking Boots is also okay, even though I hate Blake Shelton. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a good point about the relationship. Yeah, I um, would love to see a slice of life TV show that is maybe includes like some kind of crime type stuff. Sure, like yeah. crime drama. The sure, still got a great one. But it's just like them. Just going on dates and stuff. Yeah, I love that stuff. That'd be sweet. I I hate uh, relationship narratives in media, especially like serialized media or anything like that, where it's like 
built around the fact of like just weird misunderstandings between people who like mm-hmm. have been together for like 13 years yeah. right of just right. like oh I, I, I thought you were talking about this well I thought mm-hmm. you were talking about this yeah. yeah I think I think if and as much as I like Jake I think if this movie cut Jake from the movie or had more of Jake but not towards, ju- not just as a weird wedge for their relationship. I think it was the perfect amount of Jake. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I love I Jake. Just all of Jake. Right. I no, yeah, see Peleus want to see all of Jake. I do love Jake, and I think Jake is one of the best parts of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they should either cut Jake from the movie or the uh, proposal plot line, That's in my valid. opinion. Be- because I don't like, because I don't like the whole uh, exactly what you're talking about. The trope of like the I have to. Uh, fight Jake for my woman. Yeah, you know? or or like the only that's like true. the thing that's gonna stop like my personal growth is in order for me to not be threatened by another man yeah. about my if relationship they were anymore. Engaged like if he did propose at the restaurant and like they were just fiancés like on the rest of their trip, that would be fine too. Yeah, or even great. if they propose at the end, but like the movie isn't about like Jake is just like. A cool guy that helps him out. And, yeah. I mean, obviously that's not the plot they're going to go with because it's so easy to just be like, right. and he's hot and Miss Bianca's kind of into him. And, and he's and into Miss Bianca. One thing I did like is that Miss Bianca, they never ever characterized Miss Bianca as like, like, like helpless. Even, yeah, or helpless or Being even like, him. um, even like misunderstandably attracted to Jake. Oh, right? yeah, like, sure. It's very like, oh, clear the whole sweet. time that there's a complete, like, she does not, like, there is no actual real, yeah. like, misunderstanding She's of the relationship. It's, it's all just, in Bernard's head. It's all in Bernard's head. Yeah. yeah. And, well, and Jake's head, too. Jake right. is pulling right. the moves on her. Jake he is deliberately like, pulling the moves. Her. Yeah. Um, that was a lot of good relationship discussion. Yeah. Let's get back to the I, <laughs> I will say that I think it's nice to see a movie in which relationships are... Like coherent enough to actually like talk about them. Oh sure, oh, yeah. right. It's not just like here's like a big cardboard cutout of relationship. Yeah, that we put in front of your face. I do yeah. like that. It is like it, this is the relationship. Even though the proposal is kind of a big part, yeah, it's like it's... their relationship's not the main focus of this movie, which is nice because like in a lot of princess movies, it's like yeah, oh, it it's has to the, be the goal. Prince, right, and we have to get to we have to be married yeah. and yeah. true love and which I do love that, but. It's nice that it's like the relationship's just on the back burner, and like yeah. we know that it's there. Yeah, but it's we're a, not. It's a facet of it, but it's not like the 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 goal that's being sought after by one of the two characters. Yeah, we're trying yeah. to save this little boy. Yeah, I like. I, that's why I want more movies of the the characters are already in the relationship. Yes, and then the movie is just about showing how great the relationship is. Mm-hmm. That is the entire reason I. Um, uh, I think it's... I'm going to look it up, but uh, really good Slice of Life animes. Ooh! So, yeah, definitely. Also, really good Yuri manga is... does a really good job of that. And uh, hold mm. on. Ooh. Yeah, because think of... Think oh, of... Kase-san and Morning, Glory, Morning Glories is a um, Yuri anime and manga that's very good about... It's all... It's just a slice of life, and it's about these two girls budding relationship and cute. one of them's a cute gardener and one of them is a cute athlete nice and they both love each other very much and it's very sweet and That's it follows them so throughout cute. their entire time in high school into college oh, and like wow. way beyond the um kind of like uh scope 
Yeah, or like the kind of typical queer baiting narratives of. Mm. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, and this is uh, me talking as Casey Peleus also because yeah. it's very yeah. immediately applicable. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Imagine if this movie was like Miss Bianca and Bernard just like saving each other. That'd be and, awesome. Like, the both yeah. like like going like someone falls and the other one goes yeah. and rescues them. I and, think you know, one of the most great. first satisfying Disney already established relationships that i saw was pacha and his wife yeah no that's in a great Emperor's new group that's a great incredible relationship. relationship that's so great very 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 good. god i i wish i knew pacha's wife's name but yeah, she's a great awful. she is a great character in that Hold movie it's, i mean it's, it's to really be fair, important she's, to i don't know the kids either it's because pacha is like a main yeah. part of the movie and the oh, yeah. rest of his family is barely in it but um i don't think he Chicha, that's it. Chicha, Chicha and Pacha. Pacha and Chicha. Yeah. Cute. She's yeah. great. I feel like you guys uh, have seen Emperor's New Groove way more times than oh. I have. Oh, yeah. I, gr- I grew up with Emperor's yeah, New Groove. Yeah, me too. That's the Disney movie that I grew up with. That was That's my number one, probably. That in Atlantis. Sweet. <laughs> so, this is my number one Disney movie. Rescuers Down Under. <laughs> well, this is all of our number one right. Disney yeah. movie. Sorry, spoilers. It's, it's number one now. It's number one. <laughs> so. Uh, so, Jake... It becomes their tour guide, because mm-hmm. he tells them that they're not going to be able to find them on his own. Yep. Oh, yeah, because he has a map that he gives them, but Bernard's like... He's like, oh, you're going to go through Suicide Gorge, and you're yeah. going to go through, like, Nightmare Nightmare Cavern. Canyon. Yeah, he yeah. says something about quicksand. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're going to go this way. There's way more snakes, but there's less quicksand. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great point. And Bernard is like, wait, there's no, there's no labels on this map. It's just, like, a topographic map. Mm-hmm. And Jake is like, yep, that's why you need me. You're a hot guide. <laughs> Um, he, he becomes their kind of protector and they have to leave Wilbur behind because he like Sorry. broke his back during the, the landing. landing. Oh yeah. yeah, there's that whole, there's this whole side plot. Yeah, this B plot. Maybe, maybe the best part of the movie. And Jake is like, send him to the hospital. Like he's, he needs help. And <laughs> they take him to this janky shed. And it's, well, it's, it's a, it's an ambulance. It's, it's an like, abandoned ambulance in the like desert. But it's like tipped over yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like. Yeah, it's, it's like, been there for a long time. And and there's uh this like weird doctor mouse. Yeah, I, do I guess not he's a, like him. I guess he's a mouse. He's drawn in a he's very like a rat. I, th- I think he's a rat. You think, oh, I think that's yeah. him. Yeah. His nose is very elongated. Yeah. He he kinda looks like a Looney Tunes character, but I can't think of which one. But oh, his yeah. mannerisms are very In the brain? Uh, no, like a like kind of a obscure oh. one. Um and in it. Uh, there's also a bunch, the rest of the staff. Oh, they're all they're all like mice n- nuns. Nun, nun, I mean, they're, they're nurses. Just like old-fashioned right. nurses. Yeah, but they're yeah. like nurse nuns, and they look Hello. terrifying because they look like the nun, the horror movie. And there's like because they've all got black them. eyes and like the they're nun so Abbott hoods, and they've like really high pitched voices. And they're like hello, <laughs> and for. Uh, <laughs> for like anesthesia they ha- just have a trank dart gun yeah, yeah there's some great bit I don't know exactly when all these moments happen so we might as well just yeah, kind of like go yeah. back and forth yeah. but like at some point he's like tied to he's like tied up and they have a cane like keeping his back yeah. straight they shoot they shoot a cane through like, like to his slingshot back or he goes, with a sling- yeah with a it's for a back brace and they tie him to it right and, yeah. and then the uh, in order to put him to sleep because he's his heart rate's too high. Oh yeah, they this use, doctor. They load. They're like, like they're like sixty cc's doctor, and they're like, hello, yes, really. and they and they okay. like and there's like a sh- like a syringe that they're like extracting 60, out yes. of like a little. There's your neon green. Thing. That's yeah, true. Yeah. I was gonna say that this doctor is 
very chaotic good. Yes. But yeah. I think that these nurse nuns are chaotic evil. Yeah. <laughs> they are the villains of this lawful movie. Lawful evil. They, they follow evil. rules. They do follow rules. That's yeah, they're true. very lawful. Um, they're they, very evil. They load up the shotgun with a trank dart, and he's freaking out, so they're like, all right, double the dosage. Yep. So they, like, load up the other shotgun <laughs> shell. And, and, uh... At some point, he, like, breaks free. He or breaks no, wait, free. Wait, no, they shoot him. They shoot him with a dart, and it cuts, like, to the outside of the ambulance, and you just hear, like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then later, when they cut back, they're, like, kind of going through all the tools that they're going to use. Oh, yeah. They oh, have a big yeah, x-ray yeah. of him, and it looks, it's, like, him oh, yeah. tr- dancing crazy. <laughs> um, and the I, the tool that they end up deciding that they need to use, uh, I can't remember, oh. like, I can't remember well, what Well, he was going to use a spur. He was going to use a spur oh, to... Yeah. Perform surgery, For, to, said, but then he said, "Use the epidermal, use the epidermal that. like separator." Yeah, yeah, and it's a chainsaw. It's a huge chainsaw. And they, like pull up on pulleys, like the the mice because it's a human like, sized chainsaw. <laughs> And, and they, they like pull a crane the for the yeah. chainsaw. Basically. It's so funny. Uh, and eventually Wilbur just like breaks out of there, just like dives yeah, through. Yeah, he sees the... that and he's like, "No!" Yeah, and he like gets free and he's like at the window and they're trying to pull him back in and they're like, and it... "No, we have to fix your back." And then it does the thing in the trope where your back is messed up and nothing's working, and then like you get in a fight or something, and then it pops. Or just your some back. big accident. Yeah, yeah, some sort of big accident, but it's... it turns out that it pops your back and you're fine. It's like usually the person is like in pain that anything yeah. they do causes them pain and then something that should cause them a lot of pain fixes their back like, yeah. uh, but the best part of this is he falls on the doctor and when he gets up the doctor's like oh my back oh my god <laughs> and Wilbur and Wilbur just leaves he's just like see ya so um, which is that's that's the best side plot in the movie yeah For sure. one of the best side plots in a movie period whoa um, best plot ever movie cinematic period. history best plot um, <laughs> so we see McLeach's hideout yes. and Cody is uh, he's in a cage mm-hmm. uh, and we kind of pan around and we see there's a bunch of animals that are all in cages oh, yeah. and we're introduced to the second character that Casey is attracted yes, to a big uh, kangaroo with daddy energy yeah, yeah. don't know his kangaroo name or, don't know his name or story but and also he only has about three lines. But he's yeah. just great. Do yeah, you think he's... that he is the husband of the kangaroo that played the didgeridoo in the beginning? Uh, oh. maybe. Stolen? But wouldn't maybe. she be more distraught about her husband? That's a good point. Yeah, wouldn't she have said, "Oh, also, also my husband has been trapped." My husband's missing. That's a good point. I thought it might be Kangas. Not all kangaroos dad? are married to each other. But there's only two in this movie. They don't need to be in a relationship. It's already an established relationship. Have you listened to this podcast before? (laughs) They need to be. Every character's dating every other character. Well, no. Not every other character, but some of them. Yeah, only the only the good ones. All the characters are married to at least one other character. Well, the lizard and the kangaroo. Lady, lady are, are dating. They are dating. Mm, but she's married can- to Joanna and the and the woman kangaroo at the beginning are dating. They're actually a married couple. So Cody tries to get free. <laughs> dating or married? Um, oh. Cody, Cody tries to get free, and it's actually a really cool sequence. All suitors. Um, where yes. they there's like a long stick with a hook. Basically, all the animals are like give up. There's no point. Specifically, the koala. Yeah, the, the koala. koala goes through in excruciating detail what each one oh, of the yeah. animals in the room is oh, going to yeah. be turned. Yeah, because he's like, oh yeah, there is there is one way out of here. You're coming out of here as, as a, a rug, wallet. and you're coming. I'm coming out as a wallet, and you're coming out as a purse. And oh yeah, the, and he li- says it. The lizard is like a new character who's in the 
Cage Frank, with Cody. Is that his name? Yeah, Frank the Lizard. Oh, I didn't know he had a name. He's the like skirt. Frank. He's like the little skirt necked uh, lizard that, that like, run, run on, on two, two legs. legs. Yeah. yeah. The what do you, Jesus lizard? Jesus yeah. lizard like or or, or uh, Wayne? Knight, yeah, the Wayne Knight lizard. The one. Oh, that's, that's why you called it yeah, the yeah, Wayne Knight lizard. Yeah, yeah, because he spits poison on Wayne Knight. Yeah. The Dilophosaurus. Yeah. Of course. But of he course. is crazy. That scene in the he's Park my book. least. He is my least favorite character in the whole movie. Me too. I think me. I hate as him. Well. He is so annoying. I think he had just... a couple good moments, but I think overall, yeah, yeah was not. A He's fan. just like very bumbling. Yeah, but like bumbling I'm... to the point where it's like you can't even finish a sentence without this guy just. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it. Yeah. It felt well, he does like, have, like a he size lizard brain. He <laughs> felt like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit character. Like For he sure. felt like Roger Rabbit in that it was just like, but like without the slapstick. No, Roger just, Rabbit's like, funny. Yeah, Roger Rabbit's funny, right? Yeah. But, like, the same just kind of, like, ooh, hey, ooh, ha, ooh, constantly, like, whimpering. Yeah. Just making noises. Yeah, yeah he's, he's chaotic neutral. He's like the shoe from, from Roger Rabbit. He's the, the shoe. shoe that gets dipped in the, in, in the dip. Um, yeah, so... Not the dip. Dip! <laughs> uh, Cody... He, he kind of like, he gets all the animals to work together because the keys are hanging up in the room. Mm, yeah. And and they have Cody's like a long great. stick with a hook and then it's tied to another stick. Yeah, Cody is an active protagonist. Yeah. He's, he's, he's getting stuff he, done. He, he is great. has only been empowered this entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, the only times he is not actively like like solving a solving problem. his problems is when he's like captured and is stuck in a cage and even then he's still trying to get out yeah. mm-hmm. uh so he they kind of like tie a bunch of stuff together and it's this like great contraption and all the animals are working together yes uh but it's still the first half of the movie so you know this isn't gonna work yeah. and, oh, and yeah literally they like hook the keychain and then Joanna like comes out of because there's like a doggy door, the doggy yeah. door, a lizard, door. the Lizzie door, Lizzie door, and and it like knocks the whole contraption over, and she hisses at everyone and takes the keys. Oh yeah, uh, mission failed. We'll yeah. get them next time. Yeah, mission failed. We'll get them next time. I can't remember if it's before this or after Call this, duty. but oh. it like cuts to <laughs> um, uh, Percival in his lair that's not like mm. away oh, from yeah, all yeah. the cages. And he's just like hanging out and talking to Lizzie. What's her name? Joanna. Joanna. And Joanna she's Joanna. like Joanna. in a bathtub eating yes. animal crackers, like out of a box. Oh yeah. yeah. She's living the life. Yeah, she is in the lap of luxury. Well, and he is This is a, a great moment. There's a whole physical comedy bit. Very classic. Very long drawn out bit of oh, yeah. him so wanting funny. eggs. And he and he keeps his eggs in a toolbox. And it just comes out of nowhere, he's like, Oh, I need protein. Yeah, yeah, like he's just Oh, like, he, no, he literally goes... He's sitting in the chair, he's like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> I, I gotta have food. I need protein. Yeah. And so he, like, goes to the fridge to get some eggs, and then, jo- you know, Joanna's, like, immediately perks up, because <laughs> you can tell that, like, it is. Est- this is when it is established that she- her favorite food is eggs. Oh, yeah. And so, like... Lizards she- love eggs. Lizards. This no is fact. an egg-eating lizard. She's an egg-eating lizard. And egg so girl. she... Wants to get those eggs, mm-hmm. and so he opens up the toolbox and he turns away, and she grabs an egg, <laughs> and, and he's then like, he's huh? like, "Did you grab one of these eggs?" And he's like, and she's like, Mm-mm. and then he's like, he's like, "Open your mouth," and so she opens her mouth, and then he like looks in, but her as he's is- looking from one side, his her tongue grabs the egg and holds it to the other side of her head, like and then does it the head. other way it's and holds so it behind funny. her head, and he's like, "Okay." This is like the the most comedic sequence. Yeah, of the and whole it's movie. and it like is a. It's the first moment where it's not like he is silly. 
Like yeah. it's almost yeah, a Captain yeah. Hook kind of moment. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Where before he's just straight up poacher evil. Yeah, man. he's just a well, psychopath. He's, he's also kind of the straight man in this scene. He right? is the straight man in the scene, but also he's, he's goofy like, because Joanna. he's falling for like Mark's brothers. Yeah, bits, oh, right. Yeah. Like yeah. like he's sliding the the toolbox with eggs yeah. back and forth, and Joanna is like peeking up with just her eyeballs peeking over the edge which of the countertop. Like, which yeah. is a reoccurring Which thing. is so yeah. funny. And, like, looking at the toolbox and, like, waiting or, like, tapping and, him yeah, on the and, shoulder and, every and time, stealing an egg. Every time he turns around, like, you see the toolbox jostle and, like, her hand dart. Yeah. And so you're, like, you're not quite sure whether or not she's stolen eggs, but she's been messing with them the whole time and then he, like, Oh, catches also, her. The whole time he is like trying to prepare like yeah. this like oh, Bunsen yeah. burner. It's a Bunsen burner. <laughs> like he has a torch and a, and a Bunsen bowl. in a bowl yeah. and, and like a, a little like uh, a little stand. Yeah, stand for like a Bunsen burner. Because his little hideout is like in a cave. And yeah. he's got like a he doesn't have like any. a little like which, starter. Which is really uh I do like the level of thought that goes into his hideout. Because yeah. Oh, yeah. everything that is there is like repurposed hunting or outdoors yeah. gear. Even right. the cages, like, even the, yeah, tire, even the cages one's are like a stool with barbed wire wrapped DIY around it. and like his whole his whole <laughs> cooking setup. King. Yeah, his instead of an <laughs> egg carton, he literally has a, just tool a toolbox box. that yeah. he keeps the eggs in. Yeah. And so then resourceful. His like his stove is a is a blowtorch and a Bunsen burner stand. Yeah. Yeah. And he puts a bowl and he's gonna crack an egg into it, but by the time he opens it up, all the eggs have been eaten classic. by oh, Joanna. Classic. And she's all she scurried away. Also, this whole time this is all one shot. Which yeah. I mean yeah. it's I mean it's the cartoon, so it's not like impressive. Yeah. But, it, right. but it looks cool. And it's right. and it's one single shot from the counter level. Yeah. yeah. Looking at him with the bowl and he's just like he's in the center of the frame mm-hmm. and he's moving the bowl to the side. Oh, it's just so it's fluid. moving it to the other side. Yeah. It's so fluid and fast. Yeah. Snappy. It's also it's another so moment funny. that reminds me of like Emperor's New Groove's physical comedy. Oh yeah, yeah. this sets the precedent for yeah, Emperor's New Groove. This is before Disney got real funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's before they actually started making real movies. <laughs> yeah, made Whoa. some real cinema. Uh, Stop. <laughs> so, uh, Cody <laughs> tries to get out, blah, 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 uh, egg mm. scene, and he is like, he's yelling at Joanna, and he's like, I give you so many eggs! I give you Koala, not koala eggs. What is he saying? Eggs. <laughs> koala, koala eggs. Koala eggs. Platypus eggs. Kangaroo eggs. eggs. Those are those do have eggs. Well, yeah, but he eggs. says platypus. Oh, he does. Eggs. Yeah, yeah he right. says even. I thought eggs. you were continuing the joke of me accidentally saying koala eggs. Oh yeah, kangaroo eggs. Yeah, there we go. That's a joke. Bird <laughs> eggs. Oh, dang it. Uh, he's like Marahute eagle eggs. Eagle <laughs> eggs. <laughs> and uh, and he's Human like, eggs. yeah, basically he's like, wait, I give you, I give you so many eggs, and yet you eat mine. And one of the types of eggs he names is eagle eggs, and that's when he realizes that this Marahote. is this is Cody's one weakness is these eggs. So what is Cody? Yeah. yeah. So oh, he knows yes. that Cody cares about the eggs. Yeah. Right. And so he's he a knows caring human. Being. Yeah, because he figured that he's an altruist. So a caring boy. Yeah. So <laughs> he he lets Cody go. Also, like all throughout these scenes. There's also sequences of like the rescuers just trying to get to yeah, yeah. the rescuers They're flying on lightning bugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's great. A great sequence. There's a great moment where a huge snake, like a diamondback, like comes out of the water. <gasps> oh, yeah, I yes. And Jake like lassos yep. its mouth shut. Well, and, no, because like, he eats Jake. Jake. Oh, gets that's right. Eaten, that's right. Holds open the mouth. Does a lasso so that it's spinning yeah, in jumps, midair. That's right. He jumps the through the lasso. The snake tries to bite him and then gets caught in the lasso loop yeah, that was hanging in midair. Tight. Coyote, like a wily coyote style. And he like loops and then around, he loops around and, and ties it up. And then d- incredible. You know, and then 
tells the demands that the snake take him where they need to. Yeah, go. he chews out the snake for trying to eat him, and then tells him you're gonna take us. Yeah, to my, which I just realized that's probably that's like that's the boar scene. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the, the parallelism yeah. of character those two guys. Yeah. I just just realized that two mice guys, <laughs> just two mice dudes. You know. Yeah. Taking control of some big animals. Yeah. Mice guys. Mice guys. Mice guys. Welcome to our podcast, Mice Guys. The Mice Guys. <laughs> mice guys are a tier under a Naughty Boys. <gasps> mice guys. You're either, listen, Mice Guys finish last. <laughs> nice, nice. You're either a Naughty Boy or, or you're, you're a, a Mice, mice Guy. guy. <laughs> All these Mice Guys <laughs> in my DMs. Girls won't date me because I, Such even though I'm a Mice Guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I want to take like tweets or like like Reddit comments where people complain about nice guys and then just replace it with mice guy and then just like draw like the cartoon of the mice. It's like mouse. Why won't girls talk to me? I'm just a mouse. I'm just a mice guy. Um, so uh, he lets Cody go. Uh, McLeach lets Cody go and tells him. That he doesn't need him anymore because mm-hmm. he just overheard on the radio. Oh, also before this, he overhears on the radio that the Rangers have found Cody's backpack in the crocodile. Oh river. my god! Yeah. Yeah. So they think he's dead, and, and they, they show and they, the Rangers pulling up to Cody's mom's house yeah. and like knocking on the door and just, giving her the backpack, and you you only see like her mouth. Yeah. And you just see her like clutch the backpack to her chest and she's so no, sad. No resolution oh on that. Oh my god. Oh We god. never see him running home oh, to his mom just, and his oh, mom don't see that. No resolution. Oh, she thinks he's dead the whole time. Because now that his mom thinks he's dead, he can go live his own life. That's true. He just flew off with uh, Haramute. Yeah. That's true. Or uh, Marahute. <laughs> Haramute. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty awful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyways. intense. Yeah, that was intense. Because you never see the mom's face, but you do see, oh like, her, God. like, mouth. It's, and, like, quivering. And she, yeah, oh she's just, God. like, clutching the bag. It's so sad. So, so sad. So sad. Um, so he lets Cody go and mm-hmm. tells him that he doesn't need him anymore. He's useless because someone shot Haramute. Yeah. Um, and Cody is obviously very upset Marahute. by this. Say, I'm going to keep saying Haramute. <laughs> Marahute. Um, shot Marahute, and so he's like, well, you know, don't need you anymore. Let's yeah. him go, but then, then very loudly turns <laughs> to Joanna, and it's just like, it's a shame that all those eggs are gonna die in the nest. <laughs> and Joanna's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, With no one to lead us to the nest, and Cody's all like, those oh, eggs are eggs. gonna oh, die. No. The eggs are gonna die. I better go. Uh, yeah, so he runs straight to the nest, and of course... This is exactly... Like an absolute idiot. Yeah. yeah. Fool. Meanwhile, the rescuers have gotten to the uh, hideout, like, as this is happening. Yeah, so they watch him oh, yeah. from on top, because they go to the entrance as the entrance is opening, like, a big garage door for him to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And so they watch the which whole... Which also looked very Mad Max. Yeah, which yeah. is also... Yeah, I mean, it's a bunch so of, like, Mad well... Max-y. It's a bunch Wait, of... Of course sp- it looks like Mad Max. It's Australia. It's Australia. Yeah, yeah. 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 I just made that connection. Is All Mad those. Max in Australia? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, and I thought it was just the future. Well, and well, the guy that makes it is also they're they're Australia. filmed in Australia. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's hmm. the outback. That makes a lot of sense. But um, Mad Max, the outback. I well, forgot. also, Mad Max came out before this movie. Yeah, but I, I I'm curious. I haven't watched uh, the old ones in a while, so I'm curious how much I've of only these. Seen the new one. Um, 
these sets that we're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, they're like really in those original ones. Yeah, there was yeah. three before the one that came out. Yeah, in 2015. Um, Dennis the, Miller didn't. They didn't mention Mad Max in the Did IMDb trivia. I don't remember, but. Uh, they do mention Miyazaki and the flying oh. scenes with Marahute oh, yeah. are Miyazaki inspired. Wow, Which is awesome. very funny. It's the Ouroboros. Yeah. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> Miyazaki <laughs> isn't just inspired by yeah. Disney. Just owned by Disney. Yeah. Oh my well, god, wait! Distribu- distributed by right, Disney right, in the right. United States. Um, another fun fact that, Brant, you said this during the movie, but the nurse mice are the same voice as Minnie Mouse. Oh, they are? They are. Oh, I was like, they sound just like Minnie Mouse. Reese That's Taylor. really funny. They're all Minnie Mouse. Um, they are Minnie Mice. <laughs> They're tiny Minnie Mouses. Minnie Mice Gals. Uh, Minnie Mice Gals. Mice Gals finish last. <laughs> mice Gals. So the mice are trying to warn Cody, but Cody's already like climbing down yeah. the cliff because this kid has got some grip. And yeah, he's bouldering. Oh, my God. Down the sheer face of the this cliff is, to this get is to the... This is the Dawn Wall of... Before the Dawn Wall. Dawn yeah. Wall? It's this awesome documentary about mm. uh, this guy Climbers. climbing this wall. Oh. It's like this specific guy climbing a specific wall, but it's... A yeah. Dawn and his wall. It's on Netflix. Oh, a Dawn and his wall. I have another fun fact for you. Yes. Let's hear it. You won't believe it. <laughs> Try me. I won't. There's only one Australian voice actor in this movie. And Jake? it's the voice of Jake. I believe it. Yeah, I but definitely believe that. A because bunch of characters that were like, oh, this is an Australian actor, this is an Australian actor, that's but it's... false. I knew that the majority of them Jake. were not Australian. Yeah, Tristan Because none Rogers. of them have Australian voices. The only one I knew is the ones I looked up, which was Jake and the villain. Well, <laughs> oh, I yeah. could, the, the, the woman kangaroo at the beginning has a vaguely partially Australian accent, but her R's are wrong. Yeah. And it sounds like she's kind of almost doing a British. It's very bad. Remember when we watched Aristocats and we heard Duchess's voice and Mm -hmm. then we watched The Rescuers and we heard Eva Gabor's voice again and we were like, she's just doing a French accent again. And then we look up and she's Hungarian, first of all. Eva Eva Gabor is Hungarian in real life. We're like, she's just vaguely European. Is, uh, was Miss Bianca in the original books Hungarian? Yeah, I think. Oh, I don't know. Or did they change it because Eva Gabor was? I feel like she was probably Hungarian, but I I don't know for a fact. We'll have to look it up. Anyways. Um, Yes, so he's climbing... We don't do facts here. (laughs) No, we don't really... We only do theories. That's (laughs) just a theory. A Disney theory. A Disney theory. Uh, He's climbing down the wall. He gets to the nest. uh, But McLean... I keep wanting to call him McLeach. McLeach. Lightning McLean. I keep wanting to call him <laughs> Lightning Mr. Clean. I want to call him like uh, McBain or McLean. Like any of the McLean. action heroes. McClure, the pickles. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mickey D's, what my grandpa calls McDonald's. That's what I call McDonald's. Surprise, How... I'm your grandpa. Halliburton? He also calls Brookshire's Brookshires. Mmm. Me too. I, mean, I guess it is called Brookshires, and we just call it Brookshires because we're from Brothers. the South. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Sarah McLaughlin, the villain of this movie. Oh, Mara Hute flies. She sings her song as all the animals. I want put Sarah McLaughlin in a Disney movie. Yeah, that would be amazing. That's the soundtrack we need. She should be the Phil Collins of a Disney movie, doing the entire soundtrack. An old school, like two D animated, classically done Disney movie from like the Renaissance era. Yeah. That is the soundtrack entirely made by Sarah McLaughlin. Well, Beauty and the Beast, she does the soundtrack. She is the tale as old as time. Yep. Oh, that's why she has that album called A Tale as Old as Time. That's true. 
I've Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> um, yeah, so Just also, theory, we, have, we haven't really talked about um, uh, Marahute's nest, but it's like, there's basically like a giant ravine mm-hmm. that is like carved out gorge into the, into the <laughs> canyon. And and there's a river under it, right? A river run th- runs yeah, through it? Yeah, a river runs through it. And, and Brent's doing a lot of gesturing right now. Just kind of in the cave wall along the you side probably of... probably hear it interrupt the of, sound coming from his Of the too. gorge is, like, there's, like, a uh, an alcove, and in it is the nest. So you kind of have to... You can only access it either by climbing up <laughs> or climbing down. It's turned into interpretive dancing here. Um, but it's, like, it's basically on a cliff edge... But in the middle of the wall, if that makes sense. It's, yeah. like, far down. <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> the the bird, Marhute, is flying through the ravine, coming back to the nest, but McLean... McLeach. 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 Because he leeches off the land. What's and his first animals. name? Percival. Percival. What's Percival. his middle name? What do you think the C stands for? Clyde? Crikey. Cody? <laughs> Percival Crikey McLean. Clean. Clean. Crikey. Percival, Percival Clean, Clean McLeach. McLeach. Crocodile. Percival Cody Catch. Because he's a McLeach. poacher. He catches him. Maybe he's Cody's real dad. Maybe. No. Because <laughs> he's fan using theory. his dad. Uh, I like how there's so many fan theories that are like, maybe so and so a character who meets another character for the very first time and does not recognize them is their biological mother or father. Well, like, a dad who leaves before the kid is born would not recognize the seven-year-old kid. Maybe the sequel to this sequel is him realizing, oh, How would that's he not? my son. Wouldn't he be like, and oh, that's McLean, the... that's my last name. How funny. McLeach. McLeach. McLean isn't his last name. <laughs> why, why is this wanted poster misspelt? I thought your name was McLeach. Um... Uh, no, but like if, if no. he walked out on Cody and his mom when Cody was not born yet, and she wouldn't have taken the name of him of the yeah. dad that walked out. Anyways, it's uh, just a thought. Just a thought. I don't think it's true, but just like, a thought. Entertain a it. fan thought. Entertain that thought, fans, naughty boys. That's my Australian accent. Hey. Entertain that thought. <laughs> what do I look like over here? Entertain it. How for a bit and entertain it? Entertain it. Um, Take it down under and entertain it. McLeach is now <laughs> showed up in his Mad Max machine with the huge cage on the back, and yeah. he shoots a rocket. Or it looks like a rocket. It's a rocket harpoon. It's a no. It's a rocket sabo. The sabo opens up, yeah, and the, inside the sabo the is a net gun shell. Yeah, yeah. It's carrying the net gun shell, and then the rope is still attached to it. So it can the net back. gun wraps around it. Australian pretty, style. Pretty effectively. And then with the it, rocks on the neck. Yeah, with the little bearings or whatever. And then it gets... Which, it, it's impressive that he managed to not only fire it at a moving target, but also the fact that it perfectly wrapped up this oh. Yeah, well, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, it shoots out, but, like, what splits it? What splits the Sabo away? Is it, like, it almost looked like it was, like, a javelin rocket? Like, it's oh, a yeah. very high-tech... Yeah, uh, no, press stuff. But I feel dude, like... this guy's a pro. Yeah, you as soon as he catches it, it shoot, it like cuts back to him, and he's like, "Oh my god, I made that in one shot! Like I'm amazing." Boom. Also, it's like, what would you have done other? I think you probably only have one of those. There, yeah, bud. you only got one. You shot. might have more. Do not miss your chance to blow. Yeah, you know, I bet this Once dude. This dude's a pro. Oh. You've seen he killed the father. He killed the father. He has all of these. Um, 
animals and tools and most of the stuff we see in the movie is like weird things that he's kind of slapped together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. DIY so king. I'm sure if that didn't work, he had a backup plan. That's true. He's and not going to roll up probably a gun. Just a regular gun. Yeah, probably shoot a regular it down, gun. Go down that he to had. the bottom it's of a the big ravine. Eagle, though. It would need at least three bullets. Well, it's flying though, so it's like if you shoot a big flying thing, it's not going to fly very. But the scene of him celebrating, he's got this amazing duster. We see like his full outfit, and all of us were like, "His outfit is wait, this outfit is great! Like this is I want to wear this." And that's that's what made me really think of the. um, He also reminds me of the trapper from Fox and the Hound Mm. because he's just got kind of like a similar outfit. Yeah, but he's like fancy. He's got a neckerchief. He's got a little button-up vest. He's got this duster coat, and he just like looks amazing. Mm. Yeah. He's a bad guy, but he looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like many of the villains do. Yeah. So, but like, Poacher's a different different level of bad. Kid kidnapper. Yeah. Poachers poacher are pretty awful. Up there. I mean, like, evil witch who wants to, like, kill everyone and... Eh, whatever. You know... Not that You bad. know, for, like, a thousand years, you know, hey, s- subsume an entire kingdom for a thousand years. He's gonna that's poach fine or whatever. But like, yeah, I mean, it's like... Him. He's gonna... He's gonna skin that kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's At least that was here. my implication. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, so, he captures Marahute, but also grabs Cody, Jake, and Bianca. Um, yes. Sends Joanna down the cliff to eat the eggs. Because he wanted to reward her for a job sure. well done. yeah. And probably so there's not more of those, uh, I don't know. Which doesn't make any sense, because, well, they were going to die anyways. Yeah, they're going to die anyway. So, so he, he but just, also I feel like the eggs are probably valuable too. How's so. he going to get them? Get her to get them. Joanna can't carry those big eggs. Those are big eggs. She can throw them up or something. <laughs> She's swallowing them whole. Well, so she tries to swallow them, but they've all been replaced with rocks. Yeah, they're hidden some, by perfectly, like perfect rocks. We get some yeah, body horror. Yeah, you can we see yeah. She chips a tooth immediately. Fully and then tooth falls she bites out. Onto, well, you as you would if you bit onto a rock. And then she tries to bite down on it again, and then then she's like, "Hmm, I think something's probably wrong." And then she tries to scratch the surface of it. She yeah. tries all three, and then her nails turn to dust. Literally, yeah. in a couple scratches, all of her nails are filed down to, to the, nothing. To yeah. nothing. Um, which was wild. Yeah, and there's just, like, a pile of, like, nail shavings and teeth, yeah. like, oh. in front of the rocks. It's pretty awful. That's gross. Um, Joanna just knocks the rocks off the edge, and is yes. just like, eh, that's good enough. She's like, I don't need these. Um, <laughs> she climbs back up, and we find out that Bernard was actually underneath all of the mm-hmm. grass Finding and, Nemo style and whatnot. With the... Eggs, the eggs safe were in the anemone. And was uh, protecting all the, the real eggs. Um, at some point, Wilbur shows up. How uh, did it's Bernard not really I don't know if separate it is from the Well, group? Bernard was... Oh, how was Bernard separated? Yeah. Because I know, like... I think he went back... I think this was their plan. Oh. Right? Cody... So... The the way that Cody got taken back was the net gun grabs the eagle. Cody jumps and holds on to the net. They were because he's trying to cut all the ropes. Fearless and they were truly and they were on the nest. So they were all at the nest. Yes, and they jump. Cody jumps and then uh, uh, Jake and Miss Bianca jump onto Cody. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Bernard is back, I think maybe either because he didn't make the jump or something like that, or maybe he stayed behind oh, on purpose. for the eggs. For the eggs. Gotcha. Yeah. And so then he hides the eggs underneath all the brush. Mm-hmm. Right. And replaces them with big rocks, which it doesn't make sense how he would be able to move. Where they come from? The, well, they well, drop the from, from the... perfectly oh, right, shaped, right. egg-shaped rocks dropping from directly well, why above do you think the she eggs. Put her nest there because to be crushed by the rocks dropping on top egg, of the eggs. Uh, decoys mm. that would go right on top of where the eggs were. Well, she put them in the perfect spot so that there weren't any right above the stalactites. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, the her, her it eggs worked. lasted so far. Yeah, so yeah that's true. Some right. Yeah. Um. Uh. Wilbur rolls up. And Bernard tells him he's got to stay and sit on the eggs so they don't die. But Wilbur wait. is obviously a bachelor, and Wilbur's like, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Like, I'm not going to sit on the these the eggs. Isn't this the part where first, like, the rope falls, and then they have the big, like, ravine water scene? That is later. That's mm, when, later. that's okay. with the crocodiles. Yeah. yeah, that's when he's actually trying to literally murder a kid, yeah. but he wants real hard to make sure that he's not the one actually shooting the kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. So. There's forensic science. Like, if he shoots the kid, it's going to come back to him at some that's point. That's true. There will be a bullet. Unless his yeah. body is, like, entirely ripped to shreds by crocodiles. And eaten but by crocodiles. Would you take that chance if you could just drop the kid instead? Is there a greater chance the kid wouldn't be eaten by crocodiles than if... No. There was a, so many crocodiles in that water. He already didn't get eaten by crocodiles. If he doesn't... If he yeah. did fall in the water. Yeah. But if he doesn't fall in the water, then he goes over the waterfall. Which is later. Which is so, later. True. Um, Sorry. But I what's happening ahead. now because, is... Because honestly, what would probably happen is exactly what happens to someone, spoilers, is that <sighs> the crocodiles would probably go after him and then end up... He would just fall off the edge of the waterfall and then a big bullet hole in his chest is going to look really suspicious. I had to be faster than... They were in this movie. Like, they would have gotten to the people. Bernard convinces Wilbur to yeah. sit on the eggs. Yeah, and Wilbur, he's got a backwards hat. He doesn't want to be tied down. He is living that bachelor life. He's living a bachelor life, and it's a pretty obvious his fridge only contains soda. The yeah. man doesn't drink water. It's not the kind with all the suitors. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, doesn't hydrate. McLean. What's the word for a female suitor? Suchi? Suitess? Sutress? Well, could potentially be a suitor, right? Like... Because yeah. a suitor is just about who's pursuing who. So a suitor is just whoever's pursuing. Mm, so it okay. could be a woman. Okay. So when it's the, the Bachelor, all the girls are called suitors? Yeah, I believe so. Contestants, I think. Oh. Contessas. Ah, uh, barefoot contessas. Yeah, barefoot contessas is actually kind of bachelorette style cooking. <laughs> That's show. Bachelor in Paradise. Oh. The barefoot contessas. <laughs> barefoot contestant. <laughs> bachelor in Paradise. Barefoot contestants. <laughs> McLeach takes the captives to the crocodile uh, spot. Yeah. Um, Does anything happen between that? Crocodile spot? Well, so... We get the... We we see them, like, trying to get Marahute out of the... uh, Oh. Out of all the webbing and stuff. Oh, yeah, because this is all... They're all in the back of the truck, basically. Yeah. And and there's, like, a huge cage with, like... There's, like, chain link and mesh. Wait, how did pull her up after Cody cut the rope? He didn't cut the rope. He didn't cut the rope all the way. Oh, he tried to cut the rope, like, but he didn't finish. And yeah, they yeah. pulled her up. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, this cage is crazy because it's like it's like it's chain link, link and then some sort of like thick nylon mesh, almost like the way that like I, the way that I imagine is the way that scrim looks around construction sites or mm. tennis courts. Yeah, it's almost you know? like this guy's a pro. This guy is he kind of a pro. Is a it pro. is very much a kind of like camouflage, He's a mesh covered. Well, and I'm thinking ex-military. Culture. 
And think about how many of the animals that we see in his lair are small. Yeah. You know, there's quite a few small animals he captures. Yeah. They, they would why is he waiting? Why does he have so many alive animals in his lair? That's and also, question. why only keep that one is... type of each animal and also in your lair only have a storage space enough for one of each type of animal in your lair? But like, ah, there's, there's a couple wombats. so many alive. Yeah, that's the bigger question. Why, yeah, why, why are they all just, just alive like, caught in the back? and kill and do the thing? Like, He's waiting till The buyers? Till what? To waste resources on feeding them? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I have no like idea. Oh, no. He's just sadistic. He just wants to keep them in cages. Yeah, Barbed wire cages. Worse for the fur that way, also. Like, yeah, in terms they get of stressed like a, and like, their fur yeah, starts like coming in terms out. Of, I've no, he, so maybe he's not a very good poacher. As a professional poacher myself, I feel yeah. like this guy's pretty amateur. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I think he's a pro, but I think he's sadistic and just wants to torture I mean, you asked the poster to help you start this show. It's me, Casey Pelias. That's true. Casey, the vegan and poacher. Yeah, it's, I don't want to. That's why she's vegan. Yeah, I don't want to eat them. I want to save them for making into purses or whatever. (laughs) Um, I leave the meat in the boot. (laughs) So he's, this is my meat boot. Yum, 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 yum. So Toadie, Cody is tied up, um, and he is being he's he's hanging above the crocodiles, and this is also very Roger Rabbit. Yeah, Uh, he's gonna shoot above the dip. Gonna shoot the the uh, elaborate kind of system he has. Well, he's trying to lower it, but the um, oh, he's trying to lower it but it needs the keys in order to operate the winch. Mm, Bernard yes. makes yes. his way back because Bernard... Oh, yeah, this something is does happen. The are back. We this forgot. Yes, yeah. So on the way back, Bernard is trying to make it, uh, trying to escape and make it back, and he's like, oh, man, I can't make it. And then he runs into a razorback, mm-hmm. another Australian animal. And mm, yeah. then Not he, to be confused of a diamondback. Not to or be the outback. of a diamondback. Or the outback. Lots of backs. Doesn't matter. Backs. It's the back of the earth. Whoa. Australia. Because we're the front. That's right, because we're yeah. the front. In the United States, for those of you who couldn't tell. Where... You're a grand old flag, you're a grand old flag. You're a grand flag old flag, flag. You're, you're so grand. grand. What? You it's a grand old flag, flag. it's a grand big grand old flag. flag. It is beautiful <laughs> and I love that flag. Oh, now you can tell where we're from. Yeah. The flag. <laughs> and I'm proud to be a grand old flag. And I'm me, know I'm free. And I won't. Well, what's up? <laughs> and I won't forget the, the grand, grand old flag, flag who gave its life to me. And, and I'll take my grand flag next to you <laughs> and remember grand old flags. Because <laughs> there ain't no doubt about this flag. God bless the grand old flag. That's our national uh, anthem. Uh, it, I'm proud to be from Canada. Um, so, <laughs> we, Estonia. Estonia. Australia. <laughs> from Latveria. Um, he, i.e. Bernard, yeah. trains this Razorback in the same way that Jake... He pulls a Jake on the Razorback because yeah. it's mad at him, and then that he's and then he just gets mad at it, yeah. and then it's that really nice, satisfying moment where a character who is perceived as timid mm-hmm. and kind of bumbling takes has, charge, takes charge, becomes a top. So here's my problem with this moment: is I feel like it implies 
that Bernard becomes a man because... Well, he's a mouse. Because he's able to uh, inflict his will or desires upon some sort of well, lesser being. being. Yeah, entirely well, defined through power dynamics. That, but more specifically, the thing that bothers me is the fact that it implies that he becomes like a hero and a man because he does something Jake does. And Jake already does regularly. Yeah. Uh, so because well, Jake is... It's not... I, I wish it was... Right. Man? But Jake it's like, okay, what... Naughty boy. So Bernard mice? is a mice guy. Yeah, true. Because to so me, it kind of true. implies that, like, Jake is the better man. And so... Or mouse. And because it's... I mean, that's not implied. That's, like, explicitly well, stated. I so then it, why doesn't Bianca go with Jake and not... Because I, she's well, already because in it's not, relationship. Yeah, because that is the uh, kind of... It's not of, a question for Bianca. But That's the pseudo-economics view of it, is that their relationship is sustained because one is more valuable than any other person instead of the fact that they're in a relationship and they love each other for reasons that have nothing to do with uh, some sort of idea of How, like, personal... Yeah, like, your your value as a... As a as a mate. Well, right. and also, one could also argue that this moment is not applying the, like, saying that his man, his becoming a kind of dominant character was something that was only valuable because it's what Jake did, yeah. or that his perceived insecurities about himself as lacking what Jake had mm -hmm. um, were unfounded because they were in him all along. It's just that they either just didn't happen to manifest in certain situations or he didn't feel confident about himself. Yeah, I think so. it's showing, like, the parallels between the two, not in that Bernard is changing to be more like Jake, but, yeah. like, you're saying, Connor, that he had that in him all along. Yeah. And it's not, like... Yeah. It's, it's definitely this deep but it, of a character yeah, yeah, exactly, I think. Yeah. Um, but it is explicitly something Jake did earlier in the movie. Yeah, it is. Then... It is perceived as it's, like it's... a more a, a strong move, which is like not right. really a savory route to go. But yeah. it's 1990. Yeah. So yeah, what are you gotta do. To I, yeah, I to me, I still interpret it as like, oh, like because cause, like what this movie could have done and maybe should have done was like show Bernard doing something Jake couldn't do yeah. or wouldn't do. Show what makes Bernard Bernard. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's the man or the mouse that Miss Bianca fell in love that's with. That's the mice guy. Not and guess what? Mice guys, finish first, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> if you're listening. Hey. Hey, mice guys. Hey. They're out there. Hey, you don't, mice guys. Listen up. You don't have to be an incel. That mouse is out there. That mouse is out there waiting for you. You don't have to be a... The mouse um, is out there fascist um, yeah that i was trying to think about mouse pun for incel but i couldn't come up with anything anyways uh, yeah but i think that scene would have been much nicer if it was like bernard does something that we know bernard does or is good at or uses one of his bernard skills what would it be that's, well, that's the, kind of the his problem. character is never ever <laughs> established skills. that's kind of the problem is yeah. they need he's clever show. and quick thinking right he has so, a cute hat he has a peaky blinders hat that i really love now, what they maybe they could have had a scene where but Jake also wears a cute hat. Jake and Bianca, or sorry, Jake and Bernard are trying to get to Bianca, and they work together. And they work together, or uh, Bernard suggests something that Jake laughs, laughs off and says would never work. Mm, and then Bianca's like, oh, and he's like, my favorite. Oh, I can tell you haven't been to Australia in quite a while. We do things a little differently around here. And then Bernard's thing works, and then they're like, oh, like. 
Uh, all right. Maybe Yank. the United States is the best country. <laughs> also, there is that great moment where uh, he he calls calls him a Yank. He calls him a Yank. Yeah. Oh yeah, he does it a couple of times. It's is it for Wilbur because Wilbur's yeah. coming in and he's like, "You literally can't. There's literally not enough room." And Wilbur's yeah. like, "I'm I'm landing. doing it. I can't do anything else." I'm landing. And so, so he calls him a Yank and he says the Yanks think they can come in and do whatever they want, yeah. which is funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, yeah, what's funny true. is uh, Wikipedia refers to him taming the Razorback as a horse whispering technique he learns from Jake. What? Yeah. That's a horse whispering is yelling at them. That's what I do for my horses. Well, yeah, horses <laughs> are hard of hearing, so it sounds like whispering. I'm, to I'm the a horse. Horses. I'm a horse girl, Casey, yeah. and I can confirm that you do yell at a horse and just tell it that you <laughs> want it to do something, and then it'll do something. But usually, can you kiss a horse? Look at my DeviantArt page. <laughs> this at is after Casey the slash Casey Peely. It's just Casey going, well, and then 20 minutes. <laughs> um, or it's just a blink of like, sorry, we had to cut that last 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what's his name? Bernard. Bernard. Shows up and uh, even the... the the vehicle shuts down. Yes. And McLeach is confused, and he turns around, and he sees this pig, like, run out of the oh, yeah. driver's, uh, what, what do you call it? Cock, not cockpit. Driver's um, seat. Cab. Cab. Yeah, running the, out of the cab of the, the car. Cab. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he sends Goana. Joanna. Joanna <laughs> Goana to invest. He says, Go you know, look at it. <laughs> Goana, look at it. Uh, Goana, go look at it. Because, uh, Joanna's supposed to be the guard, so... Tells him to go make sure there's no one in the. Do you want to go look at it? Do you want to go look at it? And Bernard is like hiding under the pedal, the driver, uh, the gas pedal with the key. Mm -hmm. And um, he manages to sneak it to the mice that are in the cage. and they try to like pass it up yes. to the oh, lock yeah. and so that they Percival, can get out. Like gets his face so close to the pedal, and he's like, "I smell a rat." Yeah, where where's that key? It's got to be around here somewhere. And in the process, after they take the keys in order to stall the winch and get themselves free, so that they can save Cody, but he grows impatient. Um, McLeach does, and so he grabs his gun right. to, and initially you think like he's gonna shoot Cody, but he goes for the rope, and he's gonna so shoot. So they don't fall into Yeah, the which is also like... dangling over the crocodile. Yeah, which is water. like equally like, might end up taking just as long, because you have to shoot a rope yeah, with a Yeah, because he misses the first time. Yeah, right. Well, reasonably so, but, because it's a rope. But yeah. remember, it's because, uh, Bernard like, distracts Joanna, and she like, dives after him and bumps into him. And oh, gotcha. Okay. I think he's a good shooter. Well, and he does as, manage, as we saw with the he rocket. Does, he does also yeah. manage to actually shoot the yeah. rope later. That's true. Um, yeah, so the uh, they both fall into the water. Mm-hmm. Um, McLeach and Joanna. Uh, Cody's damaged rope ends up, because I think they like kind of, he kind of shoots part of it. Right or something. Yes, it's Somehow. got a little string attached, and it does the like little kind of zoom in of a rope with a single strand holding on, and yeah. snaps, falls. Cody's screaming, still tied up, lands in the water. But thankfully, Joanna and McLeach are also in the water, so the crocodiles are kind of preoccupied. Yeah, how did uh, McLeach and Joanna end up going into the river? Whenever. Um, Whenever he got like oh. hit by Joanna, they both fell over. Oh, that's right. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Joanna, um, like, 
swims to the she's like holding on to McLeach and then she she lets go and swims to the side and just like climbs up <laughs> yeah does not yeah care she's about. like I this guy is the worst boss yeah, I hate this guy <laughs> um, you're on your own boss and uh so so McLeach is like trying to fight off these crocodiles with this gun he's just like hitting them yeah, yeah. and at some point just throws his rifle <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then and then he's just like going back and he's like, no, no, no. And then they all leave because he's about to go over a waterfall and he's just like, ah, that's right. Run, no one can defeat. Percival, uh, Percival C. McLeach. C. McLeach. And that's the only time he ever says his full name. Yeah. <laughs> he was just McLeach for the he's whole time. He was just McLeach. I mean, he, no one ever really said his name the entire time. I yeah. think, yeah, he said it himself a couple of times. Yeah. That's it. And, uh, but he falls over the waterfall, presumed dead. Yeah, because yeah. this is a big super dead. waterfall. Super dead. Super, super dead. dead. Yeah, like, super I mean, it's dead. like three, four hundred foot waterfall. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, the guy's dead. Yeah. So, first yeah. confirmed kill. No. <laughs> of this Does that movie? count as an on-screen kill? Are you saying of this movie or yeah. of Disney? Does that make the <laughs> waterfall technically, from a body count standpoint, does that make the waterfall It's kind of Joanna's fault. Or is it Bernard's fault? Well, it's the waterfall. No, Bernard but how'd they, how'd they fall into the river? Well, yeah, but uh, the waterfall actually delivers the killing blow. Yeah, but it goes from 100% health to 0% health from but, the waterfall. But if you mm-hmm. tied someone to a table and then dropped an anvil on their head, they, would, they wouldn't say, oh, they were killed by... Anvil. 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 Yeah, anvil. <laughs> anvil killed them. Confirmed kill. And no one is to blame for this murder. Yeah. Yeah. That's... We have to remember, guns kill people. Exactly. Not people. people Mice kill, kill people. people, obviously, because Mice. they pushed him into the river. Because he, he, his toes, it was like guys. the thing where his feet were like right guys. on the edge. Oh, right. And then I believe Miss oh, Bianca yeah. just pushes him no, off. it was Bernard. It was Bernard. And just like one finger, whoop, whoop, pushed him in. Um, Bernard dives into the water. Uh, is able. Oh yeah, to try to get Cody, which makes no he's sense. He's a mouse. He's a mouse. He's, he's a, a mouse. Guy. He's a mouse. He's a mouse. Um. Jake and Bianca manage to pass their little key up to the top of the cage. They get the lock open. Marhute is free, flies out, saves Cody. I forgot she was still in there. Saves Cody and Bernard uh, right as they go over the waterfall. Um, Bernard, uh, the second... Oh, this moment of them felt very Lion King to me. The Mm, one of them, like, in the gorge felt very... Right before the stampede in Lion King. Oh, yeah. And... As they take off into the sky, it's like beautiful stars, right? Yeah, yeah. they like, through the clouds and they're in the stars. It's like uh, it's like the dragon fight in Game of Thrones. I don't know if either of y'all. I don't What's that? know. What's it's that? It's this taste? Disney show. Um, oh, okay. So gotcha. they Is it like sword in the stone, sword in the mm-hmm. throne, sword in the throne, kind of. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Sword Met of in mm-hmm. Sort of. Throne okay. of yeah. swords. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Bernard. Just immediately is just like because earlier in the movie we've oh to yeah that's right during while they're trying to get to Cody there's another scene where he's about to propose yeah, he's and like that's when the to. snake pops out of the water oh yeah yep. and then he get, he's just like before literally before anything else happens do you want to marry me yeah, she's right. like, oh yeah which that's that's great she's I like, like that. I do like that a lot that is nice yeah he's like all right I am a big fan of a character recognizing how ridiculous the uh, situation the circumstances oh, yeah. like yeah. I love a straight man character yeah and so like. Um, just the idea of him just being like, this whole thing is a nightmare. Yeah, anyway, yeah. do you want to marry me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Jake salutes him. Yeah, also. he's like, good on you, mate. Mm. And, good uh, good. and, and they <laughs> good fly <fun>. off, 
they fly off into the into the stars, and we cut back to Wilbur, who is still sitting on the nest, yeah. and he yeah. is sick Ooh, of sitting it. here. He's like, no one's coming back. That's it. I'm hello. Late. He's like, hello, hello. And he's like, you know, and that's actually another one of my favorite tropes, which is when a character gets left behind to do something. The in-slate, where it's like someone yeah. who... end of yeah. movie... And let's check back up with yeah. Wilbur. And yes. then it's like, hello, you guys it. still there? Um, and uh, and he's like, that's it, I'm leaving. And then all the eggs start hatching, and the movie ends. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a fun ending. That's I a funny. That it's ending. a funny ending, but, like, the tearful return of Cody to his mom, who thinks he's super dead, Yeah, is, it's, like, not included in the narrative. I think he for sure didn't go back home. When, like, he's just living his life now as and a, it's like it's song. not even a thing of, they don't even do like a I have like a sneaking suspicion that like Brother Bear does this or like some other Disney movies where it's like the ending credits it's just snapshots of oh, like, things sure. that happen after oh, the movie yeah, yeah. you know like a college movie yeah kind of like, like a college movie type situation Wilbur went on to yeah. raise the three or it's oh, just yeah. you know like tiled that. images of like people hanging out together like yeah. I think they do that in, in Emperor's New Groove but they definitely do it in Emperor's yeah. New Groove and, but like that would have been really nice man it's almost as if uh, more movies should do what Emperor's New Groove did wow it sounds like you guys really love Emperor's New Groove oh yeah like, oh yeah do. Um, all right, and that's ends. the movie. ending credits. End credits. There, there two songs. Two songs. Mm. In the credits, in it the credits. mentions two songs. That's true. And two songs played. One okay, of them is a diegetic song playing out of a radio. I don't know what and the other is song is. Percival's weird. Percival's. Like, yeah, he does a like. The Crocs but I don't, that, that can't be the, the one. Yeah, that that's credited. not. That's not what the credit is. No. I wonder if it's just like a song that's playing like at the restaurant or something. Yeah, I don't know. Because one of them didn't. I've noticed that, like, it didn't have, like, a, a performed by, so it might have just been... Oh, composed. Composed. Oh, gotcha. yeah. Yeah, um, that's possible. But, like, maybe there's, like, one song on the soundtrack that was composed that wasn't, uh... What's it called? Original song. Like, original. Yeah, it was, like, an actual yeah. song. So, who is the cutest animal in this movie? The wombats. Family of wombats. Oh, yeah. At the beginning, there's three... And different colors, and they're extremely cute and fluffy. Yeah, that's it. And he's like, come on, wombats! I would like to pause it. I like the echidnas. The nun mice. Mm. <laughs> that's a good answer. There's a certain... Come on, come on, yeah, like, it's it's very funny. It they're, is like, funny. There's an they're innocent really cute. to their kind of, like, chaotic... Yeah. Nature and that's just when they like fall down and like help each other up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, They've got kind good. of like a monkey in a barrel type. Yeah, they have way more character too. Than yeah, the they do, do. Right, like they're not just like oh, they are a. It is a cute animal that has been put on the screen. Right, like yeah. we know wombats are cute. Hey, the category like, is cutest animal. Exactly, it's not best character who is a cute animal. That's true, true. absolutely. But I think their character lends towards their mm, cuteness. That's Cause, fair because it's filled with mice, right? But like, oh, yeah. they, there's a certain. Cuteness, sweet, funny, kind of saccharine quality to them that I think is really mm. nice. Yeah, especially because they're all like that peas in the pod style. Exactly. Like, all yeah. of them are, are interchangeable. I love it. Um, those wombats are real cute. They're so cute. Yeah. Wombat. 
I, I was love... eating a burger at the time, so I didn't really pay much attention to the wombats. I like wombats because their bodies are like little loafs. That I just love yes. the, 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 That is true. I like loaf any, is so cute. I like any animal that's you... the size yeah. of a loaf of bread. A corgi? Shaped like an ottoman. A wombat. A cat when its arms and legs are pulled up under its body. Or when it's a big chunky boy. When it's a chunky boy. Um, the ottoman in Beauty and the Beast. Have mm-hmm. you seen... Um, 17th century paintings of square cows. No. Square cows? Square cows. What? It's like just a fat cow. Like the way that their body builds out and stores fat, they look like rectangles. And so there's like drawings of like, there's these like drawings and paintings of just like loaf cows. Amazing. And this is like 17th century? Yeah, it's like 17th and 18th century stuff. It's like kind of um, agrarian like pre-romantic Old just like cow he's like square cow square cow painting <laughs> wow everyone should look this up oh yeah. my god because these are these are great yeah well wow. literally square cows <laughs> it's funny because that's what cows look like but yeah there's something... it's just very very funny about <laughs> these these are a bit extreme though yeah that's like the right angle well, of the butt is so because i think yeah i think a part of it might have like some i vaguely remember reading something about it having something to do with like the fact that um like a fat cow was itself a kind of symbol of wealth so mm. a, a very kind of a caricaturesque fat cow that is rectangular and square is a symbol of kind of wealth I love prosperity that. Let's talk about this villain. Let's talk about this villain. Percival C. McLeach. Percival. I liked him. I thought. I thought he was a good villain. He was nice, and I liked his uh, little Groucho Marx sketch with, like, he's not just, he's not super serious. Like, you know, we start to move as, like, as the Disney Renaissance goes on and we move into, I guess, what is it, the experimental era? Mm. Right, the two thousands. Yeah, like, that's just like the less commercially successful. Era. Yeah, I don't know if I'm calling right. it uh, necessarily. But it's just like the yeah. the kind of two thousands. You start to see, like, if for example, in um, Atlantis, mm-hmm. like you'll see villains that are just kind of gravely serious villains. Oh yeah, that right. aren't that are kind of pitched against an ensemble of kind of like funny goofy characters but the mm-hmm. villains themselves are very very serious they are yeah. pretty specifically the straight men right like, in right. the thing mm-hmm. um, very oliver and company oh yeah yeah, yeah. right um i think yeah i think he was like a pretty good villain but honestly i feel like he was just kind of by the books he's, you know i think yeah. he's pretty middle of the pack he's like a less interesting captain hook yeah i more like serious less, less interesting yeah i like the Australian accent. That's he like doesn't have new. one. The it's not an Australian like, accent. Uh, like Ren- Southern. Ren- Wait, it's a Southern he's got accent. A fun, he's got a fun voice. He has a he has an accent that isn't like. Um and uh, I like Joanna. Joanna's a Joanna's fun. a great. Sidekick. Joanna is actually I think Joanna is up there in terms of like most characteristic. Like, like villain, villain side. Oh, for yeah. sure. She's yeah, great. like I mean, if what's... we pinned all the, the he's better than she's better than Smee, right? Like, if we pinned mm-hmm. them all together, she would do great. I would say she might have a bit more character than Smee. I think so. I don't know about more character. I think they have about the same amount of character, yeah, but right. I think that's just come down to their personal. Pr- I really like Smee, but that's just because I also I, really. like But that's just because I really like the trope of the like 
uh, bad guy sidekick who isn't bad. You know, mm. the bad guy sidekick who's just like, was it, I want to say Snoke, but I know it's not Snoke. From Star Wars? Yeah, right? But it's the first Rescuers movie. Um, oh, that character. guy. I don't see it's that. It's like Snope or something. I don't like remember that. that guy's name, but yeah. That guy was like a boring Smee. Yeah, he was a boring Smee. That guy didn't even need to be a character. Yeah. Like, oh, he yeah. Her... Snoops. 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 <laughs> yeah. Snoke. Yeah. Um, also a boring character. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I think yeah. Um, Poacher That's by fine. Nature as an occupation is one of the most evil we've seen. That's true. Yeah, because it so is like, it is already. a, the, there is a certain level of cruelty to it that like, yeah. it goes above Cruella de Vil's. Like, Cruella de Vil is a caricature of a kind of evil, mm-hmm. like her. <laughs> I don't know, it's hard to pass Cruella de Vil. She's kind of a poacher well, too. But her, she is a poacher, but like, she doesn't do the a dirty work, poacher. right? Like, she's, she's, she's not. pretty close to it though. She's pretty close to it. She's like, I will run them over with my car if I have yeah. to. Which is really bad practice if you want their they're first, yeah. right? Like it's it's exaggerated. Same as keeping them in cages for and a long like time. They're, like it is the, like she is motivated by her desire to have beautiful clothes, right, right? Right. So it's kind of an extension of her vanity. Whereas this guy's just like he's a mercenary, and he, it's for money. And a it's for money, and he is just. So he can buy beautiful clothes because he does. He, he does, gets a new outfit halfway through the movie. Does. He does say that. That he is after this eagle because it's valuable of, of how much money he's going to get. Do you know how much money? This yeah, and it, it's is not worth. that he loves to kill animals, but right. he takes delight in yeah, sadistically. Yeah, like he is sadistic Which is in a way evil. that I think Cruella Deville might just be kind of gluttonous and vain. I think I think Cruella is more sadistic, and here's why: okay. because I feel like the villain who does evil things for money—that's like. 90% of villains justification for why they do things, right? That's not true. Well, not Disney. I'm talking about oh. just in general. Bad Vill- people. You're <laughs> bad, saying. Bad people, villains, Money is just evil. generally psychopaths. <laughs> I thought you meant like all of our witches. And I was like, um, no. No, sorry. I meant more no like they, they lived witches. in a pre capitalist agrarian feudal <laughs> there was economy. No. Uh, no, I just meant like. Uh, <laughs> no, vi- villains in just like. Uh, in fiction gotcha. are typically doing things for money and nonfiction. Okay. Um, sure. uh, and so like his justification, like being a poacher is obviously like uh, a fun new like career for a villain. Right? It's a fun it's, new career. If, if you're it's interested, a fun new career if anyone's talk to Brand. To find, oh my God. He's going to be tabling at UT at if the you career need some fair next <laughs> I'm going to be at the six pack. Uh, Poaching career table. Yeah. I'm gonna be shooting at all the other tables. <laughs> yeah, they're actually poacher. they're gonna be posted up right next to the young conservatives of Texas tables. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> um, no, it's like it's an interesting new character, right? Yeah. Uh, but I haven't seen. I for me, Cruella is much more sadistic because she is killing them for her own personal reasons. She's not like I'm killing them because someone's paying top dollar. Well, I think it's she's like she's like keeping half she's, and selling. Well, because she's, she's not just a like well dressed woman. She is also rich. But the so level she's of like somebody. the level of uh, and the, and the hand f- that she has in the violence itself is like. And I know that there's the scene with her like like actively pursuing them with her car, but that's meant to be a kind of grotesque comedic. Like that's she's in her jalopy, it's this like yeah. tall, thin woman in extravagant clothes chasing furiously right. someone down in their car. But like he's a guy and his whole deal is he goes and skins animals 
and that like that's it. Think of it this way though, um, uh, McLean. He's McLean. selling the skins. McLean. I, I even thought about it. I was like, I gotta do it right this time. <laughs> McLean. Uh, McLean. He is hunting wild animals to Cru- sell to Cruella. Cruella to make her purses that's, that's and actually, coats. That's a really good point. Um, Cruella, meanwhile, is actively stealing people's pets to kill. That is way more sadistic. Well, she. Well, the thing too is that she orders people to steal them. That for me is the main difference, right? Like she is a. Uh, she. It, Are you like, saying it's more evil to have henchmen or less evil to have henchmen? Not necessarily having henchmen, right? She's more evil than McLeach is, but she's not. I don't necessarily see her as like being pictured like in terms of the way that it's presented as a character mm, yeah. to be as cruel as or like as soulless, right? Like she is extravagant and she has a character that is wildly erratic or like labeled as kind of like psychotic in a lot of ways but Mm -hmm. like she is not like she has henchmen to do the thing of killing the animals and skinning them she gets involved but that is deliberately kind of positioned as something that is out of the ordinary it is a kind of last resort for her yeah but to me i think the fact that she tells someone to go sneak into someone's house and capture their puppy so she can turn it into yeah. a coat. But, uh, but that's personal... also, like, immediately campy. Like, that's camp. Oh, it's ridiculous. Right? But, but like, it's there's less sadistic. camp with McLeach. McLeach that doesn't make... kidnaps a boy. That's evil. No, I'm not saying either of them are not evil. I'm saying they're both <laughs> I'm just saying evil. we haven't talked about that yet. And, yeah, like, he does kidnap is... a whole boy and does plan to kill the boy. Yeah, he's going to drop that's him true. into a pond and full And the reason he does this is not because he's... <laughs> right? It is because, like... Oh, like he compromises the operation that yeah. I have, and his parents already think he's been killed by crocodiles, so parents. I'm actually going to feed him to crocodiles. Yeah, yeah. And I legitimately don't care. Yeah, that's evil. Right, like, that is evil. It's less. No, of yeah, a, they're, they're both definitely evil. Oh yeah. I think it's le- it's less bombastic, which to me feels more grounded mm-hmm. as a type of sadistic pressure. Yeah. Sure, it's right? kind yeah. of like um, the guy from Fox and the Hound. See, I think which you men- I think you mentioned earlier, yeah. but. A more grounded villain is, like, it's weird because you can have this extravagant, like, hyper-Disney villain, like Cruella de Vil or Maleficent or whatever, and then you have, like, the more straight man, kind of more grounded guy who could be arguably the same amount of evil. It just is, like, totally different spectrums. Yeah. Yeah. I think think McLean is definitely... McLeach. I think McLeach is... McLaren. Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen. I think McBain is... uh, is definitely a more realistic villain, but I think the campiness of Cruella Deville's actions is what makes her more sadistic. Mm. Because because I hate to say it, but there is a hierarchy to animals in terms of the society's opinion, right? Oh, that's sure. valid. And yeah. and I would say most people, I, I would say most people in the world. I mean, obviously, everyone hates poachers, right? But I would say except most... Except poachers. Except poachers. <laughs> yeah, except poachers. Um, or the people that buy stuff from poachers or the people that sell stuff that poachers sure. buy. Sure, sure. <laughs> I'm talking about society as a whole, overall. We also don't know the hierarchy of these Australian animals. I'm talking about in our society. What's the pecking order of animals in the in the? Yeah, it's like wombat, the closest to a pet, and then kangaroos. Uh, if you like are an Australian away. fan, please write in. Yeah, please let us, us know what inform us the it's... hierarchy of value is for all wildlife. <laughs> to me, to me, it's the difference of hunting wild animals versus hunting domesticated animals, mm. which instantly makes you more sadistic. 
If it's like, hey, I just shot a yeah. deer this weekend versus I just killed my neighbor's dog this weekend. True. What's I, more I guess, it's, I guess it also has to do, for me, with the way it's baked into being cartoonishly evil. Sure. Like, the sadism is itself kind of, like, a very gritty and, like, um, real-world type of evil right. that has a lot to do with being grounded, and there's a certain type of, like, I guess squeamishness with mm-hmm. regards to thinking about it that has to do with the fact that it, like, feels present and near mm-hmm. as opposed yeah. to like a kind of cartoonishly evil villain like i don't know the wicked or the red queen yeah the red queen right like she just has no problem with straight up killing people right, right. but like for her it is a it's a campiness that i think sure immediately distances herself from that Interesting. so i i think that Cruella de Vil's probably more evil but i've never really felt as threatened by her as i do by someone like mcleach and that's fair yeah. that makes a lot of sense because mcleach Stole my dog <gasps> and killed my dad. Would drop me into a. He tried into to drop me into a gorge. Water. Yeah. How'd you get out? Um, my friend Rat and then a big eagle came and picked me up. Oh, cool! I'm surprised you haven't told that story before. <laughs> I did, and I helped to write this movie. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, so That's why you're here. I'm Wilt Dasney. <laughs> Wilt Dasney. Wilt Um, did we decide who the hottest animal was? Casey? I don't think we did. I think we. Kind of kind of we we kind of touched on yeah. it. So Casey, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I and you know this is there's a couple different options, and I think that you know it's not up to a vote necessarily, but right. I think it's interesting to think about them. Mm-hmm. So we've got Hot Mouse Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, he my is, number one. He's definitely a Robin Hood character that definitely has a certain type of allure. He's got big feet. Um, uh, there's the hot kangaroo who doesn't have many Close lines, but second. he's yeah great eye candy. Um, he has the same energy of the, he's got a soft dad energy that's very reminiscent of the tiger in Zootopia. Mm. Um, oh, we'll get to that tiger. Yep. And then there is a kind of, um. Curveball. There's the curveball, which I think is probably Joanna. Yeah. She's thick. She, first of all, she's thick and she has a very, very similar character traits to say Madame Mim. Yeah, Madame right? Medusa. Too. And Madame Medusa that I think are... Those are two very different looking characters. But they're all... He said character re- traits, but they're all looks. in a relationship with one another. So sure. They were they have very good chemistry, so... Um, <laughs> I think that uh, Joanne is a really good pick, too. And Very then also, um, towards the end of the movie, Bernard ain't half bad. Mmm... Bernard ain't half bad. And obviously Love we're it. not talking about Miss Bianca because she was rewarded last. Right. Yeah, you we can't name yeah, her. We already selected her as the hottest animal and they are going to all battle it out battle royale style. Yeah, all the villains and all the hottest animals. We're going to make a Fortnite mod <laughs> with all of the Disney <laughs> oh my God. cutest animals and villains together on the island. That I like so that. scary. I think, I think anyone that picks Joanna as hottest animal is being deliberately contrarian. Yeah. Uh, because come on. Well, I'm Casey Peleus. So that's your answer. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Casey's segment. Well, Who's I your would final like answer, to. Casey? Okay, I'm gonna say. This episode's running long. The eagle. The eagle mom. Okay. She's Ooh, the hottest. Marahute. You know what? Marahute. I'll, 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 I'll accept yeah. it. That's she's a good the answer. hottest. Yeah. Interesting. Those vin- those ventricular lids. <laughs> mm. Mm. What mm. is the way they go over the side of the eyeballs? Our ride. 
What is the ride? I feel like we kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit with our last... Was it the rescuers that we decided that it was going to be just a mini version of all of... That was a Great of, Mouse Detective. Oh, for Great Mouse Detective. So I would like to... Mini versions of all of Every time Disney I'm rides. on this show... Well, not every time I'm on the show because I've been on the show every episode. Right. Um, but <laughs> sometimes on the show, I think it's important to pitch attractions that might be non-standard. Sure. Um, Definitely. I'm a big... I was thinking of like a... Something pretty simple, a bungee jump. A bungee jump ride. Hey, that is... I like that. That is, uh... Oh! Is that too similar to the ride we just created? Which one? Remind me again which one we just created. The Little Mermaid one? The one where it, That was like a water slide, Comes up and... No, it wasn't for Little Mermaid, was it? I think it was... Little Mermaid was the one where you went around in the boat, and then you pierced Ursula. Oh, in the funnel. Yeah, yeah, and, and Ursula's tentacles are coming in, and you, like... Pierce Ursula. I think that Didn't there... we have a swing ride for something? Was Oliver and Company a swing like a where you like a gyro swing, swing kind of thing? Around. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was the swings because it was the uh, it was the warehouse. Oh and, yeah. And him tied to the chair or the little girl tied to the chair. That's right. Um, I, I like the idea of a bungee. The jump. The bungee jump could be pretty simple. I'm it's... I'm a big fan of like um, that those kind of mediary attractions of like things because uh you'll remember on the episode that we recorded earlier sword in the stone with um also arcade meaties yeah the best which is really good i feel like we didn't come up with that until either a later episode i think you guys mentioned it in a later episode because you couldn't remember that it was ddr comedies oh yeah oh did we just call it arcade Arcade meaties and i was thinking about it on the way home or something like that after the episode i was like arcade meaties is way better but um, yeah. I, okay, a so jump let's flush this out. Okay, right. so it's the bungee jump, but right below there you is something, it would, some moment is crocodiles. that was, like, a standout moment, and I can't remember, I, like, watching it, I was like, oh, this is what the ride should be about, but I can't remember. Uh, fireflies? And e- well, an easy oh, pick, and I, an easy pick would be, well, Skating one, on one, the water with the, uh, with the eagle if we don't, arms. well, an, an easy pick would be Soren, but with, you know, being with the eagle. Um, another easy pick mm. might be having a restaurant that's like the Chandelier restaurant. That'd be really great. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that's a very signature thing. I think we could probably do that. Oh, yeah. That could um, be next to the bungee jump. Could be next to the... You go and have a meal, and then immediately afterwards... So, I is, think it is, is it just a fancy restaurant that it, you see, like, little mice? No, it's a shrink ray. Okay. And you get shrunk down. Well, I think we're getting a little sized. bit unrealistic. Okay, you're fine. But we could build it to scale, right? Like it could be like on a Yeah, uh, I think like it's inside like... a buttress of the castle that's going to be there. Whose castle is it? It's Maleficent's, Maleficent's castle. Maleficent's actual castle that could be inside one of the buttresses or Whoa. something like that. And That'd it's like cool. I want all the waiters to be dressed up like cockroaches and yeah. like all the chairs, like it, everything looks like in the mouse restaurant like it's the cork chairs and it's just oh, scaled big up cork to chairs could be pretty cool. That would be fun. To be fair, there's a there's a I would venture to say that 50% of the stuff in the park at this point is stuff that is small made big Fair. or stuff that is big made small. It's just yeah. fun. <laughs> size, fun. A lot of size play in the park. Every, um, like all of the Disney, like the main street buildings are scaled to like seven eighths yeah. of a real size. I think we've probably talked yeah. about that before, but that's like, it just, it's just a fun, it makes it fun. There, playing with well, the scale. there could also be literally a bouldering court. 
Yeah. Like a bouldering, like a, a, a legitimate functional like, bouldering place. Just throw some rocks in a pile somewhere. People yeah, will turn it into, into a boulder. Go. Wait, let's, let's go back to the bungee jump. What's okay. your bungee jump idea? So the immediate, the immediate thing I was thinking is either you could do a bungee jump or a slingshot type of bungee ride. Ooh. Oh, where that you get would be up? Yeah, that you get launched up. But the thing that you're launched in is the net gun thing. Oh, fall, right? that's fun. That could, That's like, I think, a pretty like easy translation of that scene mm-hmm. or you could kind of boil it down to thinking about like the the drama of the cliffs and things like that yeah and actually just have it could um, be one of those big, just a bungee jump type situation one of those big um swings where it's like in between the two sides of the ravine and it just like pulls you back up one of those rope swings oh got you and has a big drop where you swing oh, back yeah. and forth it could be that i mean there's also a possibility of having an artificial gorge that is a lazy river that goes around the whole park <gasps> oh my god i'm a big i'm a big fan like of like should, i'm a big we fan should of, hold on to that i'm idea. a big fan of passive rides and here's so the problem like, we have a lot of rides that go all the way around the park okay. we, have one, we have one or two at least like, what other ones rings. go all the way around the park do you guys have like a train we have do some we sort of, have a train that we made together there, there's some sort of <laughs> tram or monorail, monorail that goes around but i can't remember exactly what the theme was i think that lazy river idea we could save for like pocahontas perhaps Ooh. just around the river bend. also be, that is true because pocahontas has probably some of the most attractive water features for sure. yeah, out of any disney movie yeah so okay here here's what i'm thinking okay it's the bungee jump but the way it works you have is... You to climb up the side of the mountain. Of the so well, it could be bouldering and bungee jump as well. well like, so combine it. Let's say let's say it looks like the side of a mountain or some sort of just tall yeah. spire. Remember, there's all those big rocks at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah. We just take one of those Australian big rocks <laughs> and inside it... Australian rocks. Inside it is an elevator that takes you to the top. Mm-hmm. You come out and... Uh, m- m- Cleach yeah. is standing there with a gun and and his thing is like hanging over the edge. <laughs> okay. What thing? Like his, his car oh, okay. is hanging over the edge. And um the ride you like get like strapped into this bungee cord and Is it are you in the missile? No. Okay. So you're you're uh Cody tied up. Gotcha. Mm. He's he's holding you a Okay, gunpoint. so this is the second tied up scene then so, not not the net gun but right. the crocodiles so what happens is you're standing there you the floor drops out from under you after you're all strapped in and everything maybe like a glass observation floor or something maybe like that. Mm. um it drops you hear a snap or a gunshot or something and that's what causes you to drop you drop below you is a river with animatronic Ooh, crocodiles crackies. and it's Bye. measured so that you kind of stop right before you get to them you launch up, you go past the ravine, and then way up in the sky is the eagle. Oh my god. How do you do that? Science. I don't know. Well, they'll figure it out. Rocket gotcha. rocket boosters, maybe. So it shoots you down, you hang out by the crocodiles, you shoot up, you see the uh, nest in the side of the cliff. Yeah. And then you Ooh, shoot up yeah. and you're in the, you go past the clouds, and then you're in the sky, and then you come back down. That's valid. You go, how do you okay, land? Okay, when, like, how do you when, get off of this? When you're down... Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, the eagle is in the cage, wrapped up. He's pointing the gun at you, gunshot, you fall down, you get all the way, before you hit the water, you bounce up, but now the animatronics have switched, and the eagle is like out on top of the cage, 
So so you don't go higher than the cage because I guess that is impossible. Yeah. But uh, it, the eagle's out, and then McLean is like either falling off or tied up, maybe or something. Huh. Mm. And and then or maybe you kind of go back and forth a few times, and the scene kind of changes every time you're up at the top because you would kind of like slow down right before you drop back down. Yeah. And so maybe for a split second you can just like kind of see that the surroundings have changed, and then you bounce back down, and then you come up, and everything's a little bit different. Ooh, I like that. Go down. So it's like it would basically be mission breakout the or the um i don't know the uh are Twilight most of zone. the rides at the disney parks which i would know a lot about especially it's a small world variations on various ways to achieve the end of the dark ride most they're i mean they're usually usually because i mean the disney flare right they can't just have a ferris wheel yeah, i mean true. i guess they do have a couple yeah. but it's like if there's a ride, they're not going to have a ride that's just a ride you could ride somewhere else. It's got to be... It's okay. got to be unique. That's valid. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's got to be that theming. Oh, there's yeah. got to be something... We love the themes. ...that draws you to it. Okay. Um, and I think you kind of... Like, it's not a dark ride, because it's you're not, like, moving through scenes. You're outside the, in the It's repeat. a thrill ride. Like, you're bungee yeah, jumping. Yeah, yeah. But you still see, like, cool vignettes and, and the, yeah, yeah and you'll see multiple like points that. from a movie in one ride because even their roller coaster like their incredibles roller coaster yeah like it's a real regular wooden roller coaster but you go past scenes of the incredibles and they managed to make it work even though you're moving oh, on yeah. a super fast roller coaster huh. which yeah. is really cool actually that's weird um you should look it up because it's, it's really fascinating how they deal with that hmm. um like but yeah and then and then maybe on the halfway, like you said, you see the the nest, the nest and Wilbur's sitting there, and he's like, "Hey!" Like as, as you fly oh, by. Yeah. Oh, that'd be pretty good. That's just cute. like, "What about me? Hey, don't forget about me!" Like every time that you pass. Nice. Oh yeah, I like that. Sounds like fun. Cool. Cute. Where is this movie ranked? Is it? Let me see the full list. Better Here. or worse than the last or than the first Rescuers movie? That yeah, that was my question. I feel like is that's that, where we kind of have to start. That's I the easiest that comparison. Is having just 11. having just seen it six hours ago. Yeah, you have the best point of comparison. Much better than the original. This but one? think of it this way: you also watch that one by yourself. That's true. This one you watched with a group. I, I find movies are almost always your, true. Your, your opinion of a movie is always heightened when you watch it with a group. True. Mm. And I didn't talk about it for two hours and fifty eight minutes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Good point. Um, I mean, I did when I was with you guys. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't it's, know. It's it's honestly a little tough for me to say. I think it might be better. But I think from a cold calculating standpoint of just thinking about it, like, like visually, yeah, visually the other movie wise. is the other movie is not good visually. I, I here's the thing though, the worst parts of this movie are much worse. The CGI buildings, the the that's true. Clunky. I feel like it's, there's it's both like there's parts that are but way those better, hi- and those highs are, are way worse. M- those highs are high. And the individual characters themselves, like minute to minute, way way better. And and I know that then the first the as we come into and as we settle into the Renaissance, like there is that challenge, right? Of like these movies are technically because of the production values, the movies are technically going to be way better than the majority of the movies before. So I think you point. do have a good point of like, you know, like maybe not just thinking about technically or visually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because, cause, I mean, like, there is something to be said about classic hand-drawn, like, watercolors. Well, the, like... The, the, the drawings themselves were hand-drawn. The editing was digital. 
and sure, the majority the of the coloring was digital yeah. too, which right. That's gives what I'm saying. That. Like the 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 beautiful painted yeah. sets, you know. Like but all to that. be fair, the almost all the visuals, set pieces, action sequences are of um, the first Rescuers movie are incredibly muddy and almost incoherent and very difficult to follow. Yeah, I feel like even like just comparing the two uh, UN headquarters. Like, I saw so many more things, even in the brief, like, time yeah. that we were in the UN in this movie than in the last And movie. thinking and about the entire... Like, details and stuff. The, at least for me, The personally. entire section of the story that takes place in the swamp is almost incomprehensible visually. Mm. Very difficult to figure out, like, like where anyone is and, like, what's going on. What about I, that I, cute dragonfly? I do miss the dragonfly. What about the cute lightning bugs? Yeah. Well, there were more cute bugs in this movie than in the first movie. And they and there was they, a lot of cute bugs in the first movie. There was just, just one the cute bug, and just it was the, just that one. Just the swamp bug. That was one. there not? Don't they fight off some bugs at some point? I think they might have uh, met a couple other bugs, but the majority of the bugs. But this were one, just, all the bugs in yeah, the beginning are super yeah. cute. There's the bug waiters in the restaurant. There's the lightning bugs. Yeah. Moonshine doesn't save the day in this one. That's a good point. Moonshine. Because that's uh, like that it did weird, in the that last weird one. rabbit's not in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that weird rabbit man. Family. Oh, that weird. Which I'm so. Like, oh, I just realized we did not award Miss Bianca hottest oh, animal yeah. last. Oh, that's the, right. It was the oh, rabbit. Oh my god. Yeah, Casey, why'd you pick the rabbit? That was weird. I weird choice, Casey. No, why? It was the wrong decision to make. Obviously, <laughs> and I apologize for. Well, it I'm glad. You, I'm glad. Is there anything else you want to finally admit officially while you're here? My name is not Casey. <gasps> what? I'm, sorry, this is Connor. Oh my god, Connor. What? I know. The whole I'm time so or sorry. just now? The he whole time. Us. Whoa. Oh I god. know. Whoa. I, what the? I'm sorry. It's okay, we forgive you. Okay. Well, okay, let's... I think, I'm, I'm, um, we should go, like, case yeah, by yeah. case. Like, the entourage okay. characters, I think, are better in this movie than in the, the previous movie. That is true. Yeah. Although um, I like Mr. Digger, the little They mole. don't That's have true. any character in the other yeah, ones. Yeah, you're right, you're right. They have Partial to moles. no personality Let's Were there villains. songs okay in the last comparing movie? villains villains is kind of close i will say i really like madame medusa i really madame medusa was too. kind of a diet cruella deville but yeah. but i think we decided in the rescuers episode that she was a better cruella deville which because I she actually pretend i was there for so I right that. i think she's more evil than cruella deville i, I think mean yeah but that's also because they both kidnap kids she's definitely campier She's looking for a big diamond. He's looking for animal skins and money, which is also kind of like a big diamond. Yeah, but the way they kind of go about it, the silliness, right? Like, Right. She's a little sillier. They both have um, reptilian sidekicks. Mm-hmm. Who's a... Uh... Joanna's a better sidekick. Joanna is a better sidekick. Joanna's She's got, a way better uh, sidekick. Alligators. Madame Medusa has two alligators. Oh, okay. Are we comparing McLeach and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, gotcha. I just realized you probably didn't know what we were talking oh, about. Oh, Because yeah. I, I also did a similar thing. I was like... Cruella doesn't capture any kids. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, McLeach and yeah. Medusa. I think McLeach is a way better villain than Medusa just because there's more... I mean, there's just... There's, like, m- more something there. There's more like, too, yeah. yeah, I think it also has, you know, to do with the fact that, like, this movie's a little bit longer and the writing is tighter and so, like, characters just ha- are... Like, there's more actual character involved. And yeah, let's that's think. What, what, what other bullet points are there? There's Wilbur versus Orville. Wilbur's better, right? Wilbur. Wilbur's better, yeah. yeah. Um, this movie does not pass the um, Bechdel, Bechdel test. test. 
just because there's not any scene where there's just two female characters speaking to each other. Yeah, the nuns speaking to each other. The old, the nuns. The but nurses. they're speaking about the about Wilbur. That's true. They are speaking about. Well, they <laughs> yeah, just really also, just say they... Trank gun over and over and. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if they ever talk to each other. They're just talking to the doctor mostly. Yeah, but I think because it was a male child and a male villain that that like. It mm. didn't happen because if anybody was talking yeah, about either true. of those things, it was about a, a boy. Yeah, the only female characters are Miss Bianca, the mice, Cody's mom, the eagle. And Cody's mom doesn't even get a second a voice line. Doesn't even get a line. The yeah. eagle doesn't just speak says, oh, English. Yeah. Does Lunch. I was say, does Miss Bianca and the eagle ever talk about? Rufus is a cute uh, character in the first one. Which one's Rufus he's again? He's the cat, the orphanage cat. Oh, oh yeah, he's great. He's, he's great, and also I great. think that they did, that movie does get points for actually having like one or two songs. That's true. What are the songs? It's the Rescuer song, first of all. They actually oh, yeah. sing it. They oh, just right. they just have the music in this one. That's right. And then um, Rufus sings that little rhyme, kind of, that kind of becomes a song. Oh, that's not a song. It's not really a song, but yeah. like, the, it's the, better. It's more the Faith is a Bluebird or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's Faith just is a, a Bluebird. Like you love that poem. I do love it, but it's not a song. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, let's, okay, the kids, I think I like Cody more. Cody's a way better kid. He's I a very, did not really like He's a very extremely active protagonist i mean penny is like actively trying to get away from adam medusa penny's about as active as you get from a from like a a little girl protagonist in the 70s in a disney movie like what were the other ones you know like what were the other kid protagonists in all the other disney movies in the 70s or just like in those other disney movies you know it's like oliver and company it's kind of the same thing I mean, I don't think her gender is super important to it. No, but... not at all. But I mean, like the the just like kid, just like kids, like there really weren't writing characters there for the most part. It was just yeah. Like, Cody like kid. is extremely active and yeah. like cares so much about these animals and is like putting his life on the line to save. Animals. Yeah, the, there's like, like a moral network in place. For that sure, he has. he's like jumping into the ravine to cut the rope to get. Why? Why does Medusa kidnap? Why or why? Well, how does why does Penny know where the diamond is? Oh, also, Nit has nothing to do with knowing where the diamond is. Penny's just just literally a child. It's just oh, to get to the diamond. Yeah. Also, her entire plan doesn't make any sense. Whereas McLeach's plan actually makes sense. Well, well, she can't reach it. She can't get to the diamond. Why, so, why but, did she steal her in the beginning, though? Because it wasn't for the diamond, was it? it? No, it was literally... There's, uh, there's a diamond. She just needs a just kid. She saw this kid. Yeah, oh so like... Oh, it, yeah, remember? Because we were like, why did she adopt a kid in New York and then fly her all oh, the way yeah. to Louisiana? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's a good point. I think... Um, I think I think, this I think, one's better. <laughs> I think this one's better. Yeah, I think you sold me. Because I think... Uh, I. It's wild to think of that a sequel is better than the original. Yeah, well, right. and it is the first sequel on the list. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We don't so, have any comparison. 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 Though, I mean, you can kind of think about like the um, the like musical compilations almost as like because they are basically just trying to continue the same concept, but they just like yeah. have slightly better execution. Yeah. Is is the Rescuers Down Under better than Robin Hood? I don't think so. Robin Hood's a classic, even though it's kind of janky. Are, are we really going to put the two Rescuers movies right next to each other? But, like, I mean, it's, I mean if it's, even if it's better than Robin Hood, is it better than Fantasia? No. It's not no, better, it's than, not better, than, it's not better than Fantasia. I think, oh, maybe it is better than Robin Hood for the same reasons it was better than The Rescuers. I think it might be better than Robin Hood, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, more character development. Jake is kind of better than Robin Hood, honestly. Visually more, more, Whoa. um, crisp. Jake's a little better than Robin Hood. And beautiful scenery. 
Yep. I think Jake... Uh, no, Robin Hood's better than Jake. I think Robin Hood's better than Jake. Uh, but I think cool. overall... This movie also... Oh, we didn't mention that there are storks in this movie. Briefly. Oh, yeah. Also, um, <laughs> there is storks. pink lady storks. Pink lady storks. That, that, uh, that, that brushed off Wilbur because mice guys finished last. Robin Hood does have a better relationship than the rescuers down under, That's in my point. opinion. I think you're right. It's just okay. more history. It has... Because history. there, because there is history, but also yeah, I will say that the established relationship between Robin Hood. You see and, the love there. Yeah. That's well, true. there's also like there's. I think that there's different ways you can show love too. I don't I, think no, it has I agree. To just be but like, how do they show it in the rescuers? I mean, they're just like they're always looking out for each other, and she's not like going into the arms of another man, and that's true. She's like. Oh Bernard, like you always save the day. Like she's just very. I don't remember. It's her words ever of doing affirmation that, versus physical touch. I don't. I don't think. I don't, I don't think languages. I ever. Love languages. I don't think I ever see her give words of affirmation though. Do you she hear her? Like at the well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think at the because because that was kind of my problem is I feel like she's at the the, dinner, rest... the date between them she says it and then like when they're sitting on the log she's talking about it yeah. and then like later on there's another point where. I can't remember what exactly she says, but she says something to him. She definitely says something at the end of the movie when he proposes. And yeah, I, I do remember those other two scenes. Um, yeah, I just feel like like there was no scene in it where Bernard felt confident in like their relationship, right? And she said yes to his proposal. Right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, I'm not, I'm not talking about like the, the end, because obviously everything is happily ever after, but I'm just talking about like throughout the movie, um, we, I don't... But in Robin Hood, he's not confident either. He's like, oh no, like some, you know, we had a, a dark, a bad history and that was seven years ago and I don't, I don't think she would like me like that. And then Marianne's like, oh, I don't know. What do you, what do you want me again after all this time? Like it's still yeah, like, kind but, of... Yeah, but that's... Yeah, but uh, I think that in that case, like, we do then have a scene where they, like, have that stroll through the garden and they talk about right. how long it's kind been since reconcile. they've seen each other. Yeah. And and there's obviously that, like, attraction there, like, whenever at the, uh, the bow and arrow, at the archery competition, right, like, they kind of make eye contact and it's like, oh, like, these characters care about each other. Well, not everybody's into PDA. I, and I'm not saying I, 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 that's what I'm saying. I don't really feel like I she think shows we need him a anyway. slice of life anime about mice. Yeah, Bernard mice. and uh, mice. Bernard and, yeah. and Miss Bianca. So, yeah. is it better than Robin Hood or worse than Robin Hood? Better. Well, let's think about uh, villains and overall story instead of just the relationship between those two protagonists. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah, I mm, I do really like Prince John. Yeah, Prince John is a fun villain. Very fun. Very fun. I think, and the weird, and also like the goofiness of Robin Hood, like as just being the quirks of like Wolfgang Reitherman, Mm. you know, like his weird, his bargain bin auteurship Mm. of just like (laughs) like recycling everything. I was like, yeah, that's that's the other thing. Robin Hood is so much reused. Yeah, I mean, it's it. That's because it's the. I think it's honestly the peak of. Was it one of his last films? Probably. Was it his last one? I don't remember. For Disney? I can't remember. I'd have to look at the Maybe sort of logically. Yeah. Is that know. before Robin Hood? Anyway, it's like. I don't remember. I it, think this one, uh, like, sets. This one is the film that gets recycled later on in the. Um, yeah. Renaissance period, which I think that speaks it's, more than being a film full it of feels, recycled. It feels like things. a test bed for some, like, trying to 
maybe not explore for the first time, but like ex- explore with renewed production, yeah. uh, you know, production momentum of yeah. like certain, like the scope and scale of a mm. large movie in a big place Yeah, that like Robin Hood does not have any of that because, true. because of, you know, production constraints. I feel like Robin Hood is more level. And this movie's more, like, up and down and up and down. Yeah. So I don't know which is better of yeah. those two. Because, like, they agree. average out to kind of the same. Yeah. I think in terms of, like, you know, when you put it in the class of all the other Renaissance movies, I think it's pretty middling. Mm-hmm. But, like... Yeah, it's probably one... Maybe the weakest, if not... Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because all the other ones are so... Um, iconic. Iconic. Yeah, that's right? true. But uh, in comparison to almost any other place, you know, movie from the you know, perceived dark age, I think you're going to end up with that question of, like, quality production-wise. Like, it's going to be the Renaissance movie every time. But even still, like, you know, the villain's really nice in Robin Hood. I do like the characters. Hmm. So is it better or worse? I think think Rescuers Down Under has a better plot than Robin Hood. I think we got to put it to a vote. I think it's better. Okay, you think it's better? Honestly, I could go either way. I, I don't know if I have a strong opinion. <sighs> okay. As the stand-in for Casey, I'm going to say <laughs> that it is better than Robin Hood. I th- think I can live with that. Okay. I yeah. think I think better than Robin Hood, but worse than Fantasia. It's pretty wild that Fantasia is so far down on that list. Number was... ninth greatest Disney movie of all time? That's not bad. Yeah. That's true. Still in the top ten. Have you seen Bambi? Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's the tops. <laughs> well, it's the top. Seven. <laughs> it's seventh it's number now? seven. That's very funny. Well, that... <laughs> you guys have rectified the, the mistakes of the <laughs> Truly. All right. Well, Connor? that... Yeah, let's see. How many <gasps> movies is that? 29. 29 movies. Connor, are you ready? To say these movies in your best Australian <gasps> accent. Okay. 29? Okay. <laughs> Make mine music. Number 28. Sorry. Melody time. <gasps> Number 27. Fun and fancy free. Number 26. The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. 25. <laughs> the Black Cauldron. 24. The Sword and the Stone. 23. Pinocchio. 22. The Three Caballeros. 21. Oliver and Company. 20. Dumbo. 19. Snow White. 18. 101 Dalmatians. 17. The Aristocats. 16. Lady and the Tramp. 15. Saludos Amigos. 14. Alice in Wonderland. 13. Fox and the Hound. 12. The Rescuers. 11. Robin Hood. 10. The Rescuers Down Under. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Yay! 9. Fantasia. 8. The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Sorry, who wrote it in shorthand? 7. Oh, okay, I guess that's shorthand. (laughs) 7. Bambi. Six. Jungle Book. Five. Cinderella. Four. Peter Pan. Three. The Great Mouse Detective. Two. Sleeping Bean. And number one. <laughs> the best Disney movie of all time mm. up to this point. The Little Mermaid. And that is our ranking. Woo! Woo! Wait, we're now officially halfway. Wow, we are now officially halfway. Thought, if, assuming Frozen 2 is the last one we do. Yeah. Assuming nothing else comes out. I thought that we had 54, but we really had 58. I thought there was like 100. Nope. <laughs> nope. We're almost ha- we're halfway there. Whoa. Oh, man, thank God. Can't Can't wait you guys end this podcast. Isn't it so weird, though, that we start at the 40s and the 90s is the halfway point? 
Yeah. That just really shows how much Disney ramps that's up true. their production. Yeah, year. Sweet. Amazing. Well, uh, so what is the next, next movie? Movie. The next movie is Beauty and Beauty the and Beast. The next mainline movie. Right. But there's a non-zero chance that the next well, episode that, next week we, we, might be something different. Who can say? Who can say? Uh, next week will probably be Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Yes. But if it's not... You might see something special on your feed, or if, you, your if you're a naughty boy, you might Patreon. be able to see. Yeah, hey, guess what? Yeah, if you want to listen to some fun bonus eps, maybe you should donate to that Patreon. Yeah, shout out to our very first Patreon joiners, patrons. Woo-woo! Oh, yes, so we have... Adam. Do you want to say full names? Mm, I don't think so. Do okay. we want to? I, I, I guess that is for it. Well, maybe they don't want their full names. Well, how about first name and initial last initial? We got That's Adam B., common. Our first naughty boy. Troy P. Another naughty boy. And we don't have to say what the tier is. Nicholas We don't want to put people on blast for how much they spent. Yeah. And Terry. Terry, Terry V. Terry V. Thanks baby for, Thanks for donating, <laughs> y'all. Uh, and uh, for the rest of you, if you want your name dropped, or yeah. if you want to give us some fun, silly name you want us to say instead mm, on the podcast. Don't say anything Ooh. you type. Uh, that Anything. and if you want us to and go back, we promise not to bleep it out. <laughs> and if you so want to go back and tell us to say your full name, so that people you know search for you on the internet or whatever, tell us and we will. Yeah, let us know. Um, <laughs> thanks for being here, Connor. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, and you Casey and Also, Casey's dead, so I'm here now forever. Forever, yeah. And you're never gonna get rid of me. So get used to my voice. Should we get Alex <laughs> to update redo, our logo? Yeah, do the logo again. Maybe. Yeah. We'll talk to, we'll her, talk to her. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, fans. Listen to the show. Share it with your friends. Put it on Facebook. Like us. Review us. Put uh, follow on Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, Ooh. especially. Uh, and tune in next week and see if we make a fan out of you. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.